Saving that one all week, lads. Saving it all week. So, what we got? We got some new, new listeners in certain places. Oh, anywhere exotic. Muzafafarabad in Pakistan. Wow, interesting. Somewhere in Japan. I'm not going to try and pronounce it. <laughs> Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. Ooh, yeah. Malaysia. Exotic. Bangalore in India. We've had that one. Uh, Homebush. Homebush. Like that. Mm. Homebush, Australia. <laughs> wow. Get a few Aussies listening, don't we? We're probably one of the few countries that can actually understand what the fuck we're saying. <laughs> and the same sense of humour. <laughs> well, yeah. And they're going to call us poms. And, you know, they're criminals, we're criminals. They're more like criminals, though. Yeah, Sorry, Australia, really. but it's true. Not really. Columbus, Ohio, which is interesting because we had Tallahassee, you know, we've got Columbus, so it's like Zombieland. <laughs> well, thank you, new listeners yeah, thank from you around much. the world. You make us feel very. What's the word? Humbled. Humbled and validated the fact that you listen in to us three alleged stoners chatting bollocks every Sunday. It's great. I like it. We'd still be doing it if you weren't listening. Oh, you can't get rid of something. (laughs) (laughs) We'll always be there lurking. Tell a friend. Tell many friends. Yeah. Tell everyone on your Facebook list. That'd be nice. Share. Do a share. Leave us a recommendation. Good to share. Mm. Unless it's VD. Well, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> Leave a positive review. Keyword being positive. If you've got nothing good to say, <laughs> do one. Yeah. <laughs> so, right. yeah, let's get into it. Yeah, so you would like to start with weird news. This goes out on Facebook Live. The rest of the episode will come later on uh, one of the various formats when we release our podcast iTunes, SoundCloud, mm-hmm. anywhere you can get a podcast effectively. Pretty much. YouTube yeah. as well. Where else we get YouTube? And on our page. Yep. So. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. First bit of weird news this week. I'll do this one. Three men jailed for sex with cow, goat, nine horses and an unknown number of dogs. Wow. Fucking animals. For the independent as well. Yeah. So it's not just some salacious... So, this is factual. Uh, David Cameron. <laughs> and his mates. <laughs> Big fucker. <laughs> Every year on his birthday, I send him a pig cake on Twitter. It's <laughs> yeah. the only time you tweet. Yeah. Uh, so three men who forced a teenager to restrain nine female horses, a cow, a goat and dogs while they had sex with the animals have been jailed for decades. Wow. Matthew Brubaker, 31, Terry Wallace, 41 and Mark Miesnikoff, 34, were all sentenced to 20 to 41 years in prison on Monday after regularly abusing at least 12 animals for years. 
The discovery was made after police were called to remote, I'm going to quote here, this is a quote, makeshift farm. <laughs> the worst kind of farm. <laughs> I hope they weren't doubling it as a petty. Is it a house? Is it a farm? Or is it a house that's just so shitty it looks like a farm? <laughs> Somewhere in between. Maybe they're just living in a barn that's falling down. <laughs> Animal farm. Animal farm. <laughs> <laughs> all, all the men lived in Munson, Pennsylvania. Munson from, uh, oh shit, the bowling film, Kingpin. He was from Munson, Roy Munson. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. Then. Oh, the film references are coming thick and fast. <laughs> In August 2018, uh, according to Clearfield County District Attorney's Office, they were arrested after a 16-year-old boy, 16-year-old boy living at the property told police the men have been having sex with all the animals in a specially designed V-shaped pen. Okay, uh, let's break down the science hang on. here. Officers found a large volume of homemade videos, recording equipment and cameras. Yeah, we were making animal farm. Um, yeah. A V-shaped pen. So they've put some thought into this. So yeah, I take it, it, a V-shaped pen, though, there must be something specific about the V. They must naturally go to the point. Oh, you know what I mean? They gather in the point, so that's where you can meet them with your point. You know. Yeah. Fuck the, the, them. the rest is history. Yeah, wow. I mean, what's, once again, this is a common theme that I often find myself talking about on this show. What's wrong with a wank? Yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with a wank. It's a magnificent pinnacle of evolutionary design, the fact that all you need is your hand <laughs> and a couple of minutes, yeah. seconds sometimes, and you could attain a feeling of, of wonderness. You don't need animals, asphyxiation, weird rigs that you've constructed out of cardboard cutouts, a bag of grapes and some gaffer tape. <laughs> um, you know, you yeah. just... Just, just stick it in your hand. Yeah. You know, if you don't have a loving partner who is yeah. human, we've got this then... awesome, awesome alternative. Yeah, called having a wank. These fucking idiots have always got to overcomplicate it and try to up the fucking ante. Oh, it's the taboo, isn't it? They've become. You know... I was fucking a sheep better than a wank, and I'm Welsh. <laughs> <laughs> you should know. <laughs> yeah, which is better, guys? <laughs> Wanking's definitely, definitely more pleasant. <laughs> Than sheep, it's the smell <laughs> and the furriness around the vagina. <laughs> yeah, I bet the the fur, the wall gets quite matted. The, the, in encrusted, the encrusted sheep shit layer that you've yeah, got to get through yeah, before yeah. you can, you know. You have to take a pair of shears. You have to, you have to, you have to, no, no, you have specific tools. You have your sheep shit chisel, <laughs> your chisel. Velcro gloves, oh, wellies. your wellies that are two sizes too big so you can fit their back legs in the front of your wellies. I mean, this is all just standard practice. <laughs> Just a kit you can buy. Uh, yeah, really. <laughs> it, it represents thirteen percent of the Welsh economy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to say my dad's Welsh, <laughs> and I fuck sheep. Allegedly. <laughs> no. no. Okay. No, I'm allegedly withdrawn. Uh, so there you go. That's pretty much that in a nutshell. Wow. What a lovely story. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> To it's force the 16 year old to head like a sheep while they fucked it. <laughs> it's not disturbing at all. Oh my god. He will not grow up to have any issues whatsoever. No. <laughs> wow. And it's like you can see the escalation, you know. They started with dogs, goat, horse, horse and then built up to the cow. <laughs> I mean, you're brave trying to fuck a cow. Yeah, they kill a lot of people. Yeah, just by stepping on them. I wouldn't go interfering with its ghibli bits. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't suckle it up in it, or do it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
Not even if you told me like liquid ecstasy comes out of the yeah. teeth, I still wouldn't put one in my mouth. <laughs> I would pay a Vietnamese sex slave who's over here illegally to milk it for me, obviously, at a reduced rate. And do you know many of them? One or two. Apparently that's who grows the weed in this country. Did yeah. you know that? No, yeah. I wasn't aware of that. Vietnamese um, sort of slaves. Yeah. Well, good on them. <laughs> this lovely weed that... Uh, uh, Allegedly tobacco. Moving on. Moving on. Next piece of art. Next piece of news then. What have we got? Who wants to do this one? Go on then, Mike. Go on then. Genius St George's Day prank teaches nationalists about ethnic origins of patron saint. Oh. It was St George's Day uh, last week, wasn't uh-huh. it? What are the ethnic origins of our patron saint? Well, we'll find out when we read the article. Well, he's Macedonian, handy. isn't he? He's I a few. I think he's Syrian, actually. Anyway, this is quite funny. I like this. Nationalists celebrating St George's Day of the weekend were given an unexpected history lesson about the ethnic origins of England's patron saint. Representatives from anti-hate crime charity Tell Mama... (laughs) It's a bad name for a charity, (laughs) in all fairness. ...handed out 100 heat-reactive T-shirts, which at first glance simply display the Red Cross associated with a historical figure. Yet once worn, the word St George was Syrian... Hashtag defend diversity appear. I like oh, it. How many enraged <laughs> gammons were there? There were some red faces that day. Fucking Syrian fucking cat. Yeah, he had Syrian, Greek, Turkish and Palestinian heritage and he shared with Ethiopia and Georgia among other nations. But is it a bit like when, you know, you've got a foreign striker playing for Man United, he's one of theirs. That's it, he, yeah, yeah. racism goes out the window when he's, he's got a good football player. I'll go and, I mean, do you ever see the remember seeing that West Ham fan? And he was being mm. interviewed, and it was uh, he gave this great example of Schrodinger's immigrant who was taking all the jobs, yet had yeah. all the benefits. Right, yeah. It's like, I bet you wouldn't be moaning if Messi came to play for West Ham, though, no. would you? you? You wouldn't have a problem with that. No. And he's earning, like, more money than you'll ever earn yeah. in a week. So it's a bit like that with St. George, isn't it? It's my mother, oh, he might be fucking Syrian. He's fucking one of ours, he might yeah. fight for fucking England. Isn't he? Killed that dragon. Fucking yeah. cut his fucking head off, mate. <laughs> uh, fucking English knife, anyway. It's Sheffield on steel. Sheffield was. fucking steel, mate. <laughs> uh, there's some, some lovely quotes from some um, some people who are protesting, though. The, the racist people. There you go. Oh, St George's Cross, sorry mate, that means England, born and bred. Our flag is red and white, not red and brown. Well, well done, that's just basic colour blindness. Yeah. She's just colour blind. It's got nothing to do with like, the racial makeup of the country, no, it's just, what colour the flag it's is. just the colour uh, fucking is... That makes literally no fucking sense. Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't. People from Brazil are fucking green and blue, you prick. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, well done. Um, it's a fantastic observation on what colour the flag is. Very I give you a blast. I give you a uh, cut into the ball. Mm. Round of applause. Yeah. yeah, this guy could be one of our patron saints. Yeah, oh, the patron skate of thick fuckery. Yeah, <laughs> we need yep. one. It's not a bad idea, actually. Mm. Then we haven't got the Holy Trinity anymore. Yeah, that's true. We don't have fuck the Holy Trinity. Nah. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> 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 Well, the loony, the war criminal, the reptilian. That's it, really, that. That's about it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Nice little story, though. Yeah, makes I like, racist look silly. Yeah, I like the idea of a few angry, uh, confused, gammon oh, racists. Yeah. Do you reckon they turned on each other 
Uh, What's that say on your fucking t-shirt? Hashtag diversity. You're one of them. Says it on yours as well. Don't you know it. It's just mass brawl going on. What does yours say, Syria? What does yours say, Brown? Fucking dude, where's my car? Dude. Oh, fuck him. Yeah. Anyway. Right, what's next? Okay, then. I'll go for this one. Partygoers held a daylight rave and then pooed at the end of people's gardens. As you do. What a headline. Where's this from? The Manchester Evening News. I get um, all the top news, guys. Well, thank you. Only the important stories here. Obviously. Obviously. In the post-truth apocalypse. Unruly partygoers urinated and defecated at the end of people's gardens and left paths littered with broken glass and laughing gas canisters following a daylight rave yesterday. Right. I'm not being dumb. What's up with the laughing gas? Uh, like... It's a small canister that's supposed to be for, you know, like uh, when you use a kitchen whisk that's powered by, like, gas. Yeah. <laughs> And you use them to fill up balloons, right. and then you inhale the gas oh. from the balloon, oh, right. and it makes you lightheaded. They call it hippie crack or posh crack. Oh right! Because it's very, very like it doesn't last long, so you want another one straight away. A bit like crack, but it's acceptable for like rich girls called peaches oh, right. to do at some funky, you know. Is it Moorish? It is very Moorish, like all the good <laughs> drugs, uh, all the ones worth doing. So where do we go? Where are we up to? Residents of neighbouring Brailsford Road and Abergelly Road in Fallowfield were stunned when hundreds of people, to be fair, you wouldn't want hundreds of people in your street, would you? Hundreds of people descended on their quiet street to have a party under a bridge on the Fallowfield Loop. The raid began at about 1pm and continued well into the night, ending at around 11.35pm. That's not that bad. Well, a specific time, there. isn't it? Yeah. A, f- a full DJ system was set up at the rave, which meant nearby houses were shaking because of the noise. Well, couldn't they have just called the police? Probably did several times. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a good point. This morning, locals headed down to the path and cleared nearly 35 bin bags full of rubbish. 35? Is that some kind of record? Wow. Much of the path is still littered with broken glass, discarded bottles, used balloons and cigarette papers. Wow. Well, they didn't know that's that's just not on. Well, they didn't know pick up the fucking rubbish then, didn't mm. they? People's underwear was also littered among the shrubbery. <laughs> oh, well, well, Michael Callahan lives on Brailsford Road and his garden backs onto the Fallowfield Loop. He said, it was louder than a helicopter. We were stood inside and it was just vibrating the house. I told my wife <laughs> to, to stop leaning her ass against the wall. <laughs> <laughs> there were people pulling their pants down and urinating and defecating at the back of the house when I went out to hang my <laughs> hanging basket. <laughs> <laughs> just fertilising the, the crops, the bushes, <laughs> the plants. <laughs> <laughs> hey Margaret, I'm just going outside to hang the hanging basket. Do some fucking laughing gas, mate. <laughs> no, <laughs> I want a nice sit down in a quiet room. To be fair, this would—I'd be fucking pissed off. If there was a time ten years ago, I'd have been, I might have been like, oh, this is all right, yeah. and I'd have started asking people what they've got and tried to get as many free drugs as possible. I'm 37 now, or am I 36? You're 36. 36, thanks. If this happened now... Wait, what am I? I'd be out there with a fence post. <laughs> How old am I? <laughs> <laughs> I think we're 36. I think we're 36. Uh, <laughs> yeah, times have changed. I'm, my rave and all that shit's 
it's all gone now. If this happened, I'd be horrified if this happened in my street now. Yeah. Someone's shitting your bird bath. And to a couple of hundred people, literally with music loud enough, like a professional sound system vibrating the house, and 200 fucking, I'm guessing, eight, well, it says there, literally, 18 to 24-year-olds. There's some people in their 40s, they'll have your slot. Yeah, there's always <laughs> a couple of people in their 40s at raves. Anyway, yeah, fuck those young people. I still don't know why the police didn't show up. It said nothing about the ring in the police yet. Because, think about it from a policeman's point of view. This is a ball ache, you're not fucking... There we go. You know what I mean? We've got a quote. A Greater Manchester police spokesman confirmed that officers were first called to the Fallowfield Loop shortly before 3pm on Saturday afternoon to reports of loud music on the public footpath. The spokesman added that around 200 people were at the event at its height, adding that the crowd were, quote, good-natured and told officers they would close down by 11pm. There we go. Greater Manchester Police were joined by Manchester Council Environment Officers who spoke to them about noise disruption. I mean, fair play, I can see it from both sides. Young people, you know, fair play, free love, go and have a party, you're young. But if I was one of the neighbours there, I'd be horrified. Yeah. yeah. Bit of respect needed. Can't go shitting in people's gardens. This is what you need. You need, like, actual infrastructure. You need uh, stewards. You need a clean-up crew. Somebody could have been there selling drinks. Oh, let's all sell drinks. Yeah, but... Mind you, you just popped down the Tesco. To be fair. Didn't you? <laughs> oh, anyway, fuck them. I used to think, oh, why not? Well, I suppose, can you move on a couple of hundred people who are intent on having a rave? Do you know my favourite thing was about... Cause Cause you're somewhere else, aren't they? Well, yeah. Well, we used to work the festival scenes, and obviously, it's a great job when you're working at a festival that's the kind of music that you like. Yeah, of course. But quite often, I had to go and work at dance music festivals, which... <sighs> A double-edged sword. They could be hellish, or if you found some drugs, they could be amazing. <laughs> but my favourite thing about them was like the morning after when everyone's gone. I learned it off somebody else. Obviously, I saw somebody else doing it first, and then I, I would see somebody out in the field, the main arena, doing. You know, like when the policemen are searching inch by inch. Yeah. Like see someone like walking like that, like and then bending down every now and then. And essentially, you just go like a magpie the morning after, and you'll yeah. find phone batteries, money, drugs, wow, cigarettes, yeah. lighters. Yeah, yeah. It's just an amazing haul of like you find actual drugs. Wow, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so there's my tip, festival goers: try and hang around after the festival, first morning when all the punters have gone, and get searching. Well, it's better than a couple of years ago when I mm. went to search into the campsite and just found a bucket full of shit in someone's tent. <laughs> <laughs> Literally a bucket uh. in someone's abandoned tent, just full of shit. Uh. I found a bag of pills once. <laughs> oh, you got lucky, I just found a bucket full of shit. A bucket of shit. <laughs> you discourage you. No, I used it. <laughs> I used it. <laughs> Really needs to go. <laughs> oh, finally, I found the toilet. That's what I used to zip the tent down. Squatted over the bucket. Magic it was. Poor Lou's running much weren't in a great state by that point. Nope. Well, well I think that concludes <laughs> the news. <laughs> yeah. me. Don't die, guys. I'll try. Uh, if he does die, we need a new host, so put your names in. <laughs> I'm irreplaceable. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, well, and I'm the sound man. If I wasn't here, they'd be talking into two bean cans <laughs> on a piece of string. What is this on the internet? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> I'm off death as it is. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so let's get on with the main thrust of today's topic. Uh, it's the Spanish Inquisition. So. The Spanish Inquisition was just one of several inquisitions that occurred between the 12th and the 19th century. Fuck me, that's late. In addition to the term being used for historical events, the word Inquisition refers to the tribunal court system used by both the Catholic Church and some Catholic monarchs to root out, suppress and punish heretics. Heresy. Heresy. I love that word, heretic. Mm. It just yeah. sounds awesome. Heretic. I'm yeah. a heretic, I know. Uh, yeah, guess, guess yeah, we all are. We all are, yeah. That's the kind of technical definition, just someone who don't believe in the Catholic yeah, yeah. dogma. Yeah, pretty much. Opposite opinions. Well, yeah. I'm a, I'm a handsome heretic. I'm a quasi-heretic, because I'm an agnostic. Oh. Oh, so do I have to believe a different type of religion? Yeah. I can't just be like, oh, they're all bollocks, that doesn't make me a heretic. That's an atheist, isn't it? That's a heretic. I'm definitely getting burnt at the stake. That's all I know. <laughs> mm. Well, when? <laughs> By the Inquisition? If I was, if I was them, yeah. yeah. Remember, you should, come on, you should have the same plan as me. You live as unholy, sinful life as humanly possible, and then right before you die, you just say sorry, don't you? Yeah, deathbed and repentance. All, and it's all <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah, just get someone in to get a priest there. Them's the rules. Them's, Them's the rules. <laughs> It's like, just imagine, <laughs> you get brutally murdered in your home, yeah? Your entire family does, you get to heaven, mm-hmm. and then the murderer who did it is up there as well, because he executed him, but he repented before. Yeah. Well, hey, you remember heaven. him? He bludgeoned my wife to death. Yeah. I won't care. You go into your house, he's raping your ghost wife. Yeah, but I, no, <laughs> well, I'll just inhale a cloud that's made of MDMA, pure, or heroin, or opium, or all three. <laughs> all I, the drugs. I, I and I'll just inhale a cloud of it, and be like, ah... And look down at the angel giving me mad head. I don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're gonna have that in heaven. <laughs> it's what you want it to be, surely. No, because one man's heaven is another man's hell. People like Cliff Richard gonna be up there. There can't be a standard level of heaven. Yeah, there is. It's just no, standard clothes and Love the rumours are to be true. No, <laughs> he no. won't be, will he? Kitty. I'll definitely be getting. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, he's up there, isn't he? Well, he's one of the Well, that's what I wanted. That's what I said. Yeah, I said if the rumours would be true. Well, yeah, okay. I mean, obviously. Allegedly. I suppose Diana's not up there. Oh, we're all going on a, a pedo holiday. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> You've always maintained his innocence. <laughs> well, they didn't find anything, did they? That's because he had it well hidden. <laughs> Put it secret rooms, Cliff. That's because, you know. I mean, he's got. A, Allegedly, he's probably got a secret pedo theatre. Like <laughs> probably. He pulls a candlestick down on the wall and opens bookshelf, spins round, and there you go, in his pedo theatre. I like the idea. Pedo of theatre! I think it's going to take a Tour around the scores with that, man. <laughs> it's Cliff's, Cliff's pedo theatre. Allegedly. Wow, that's the name of his touring company. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll just say he's writing a book, it'll be fine. Oh, man. Where's uh, the book, Pete? Uh, yeah, where's the book, Pete? Stop telling us what to do about Brexit. <laughs> anyway, back to the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah, so heretics 
were baptised members of the church who held opposite opinions to the Catholic faith. The inquisitorial system was based on an ancient Roman law. It was different from other court systems because the court actually took the part in the process of trying the accused. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. The term inquisition has a third meaning also, the trials themselves. Although early Christians experienced heavy persecution, by the Middle Ages the Catholic Church had significant religious and political power in Europe. See our Vatican episode for that. Yeah. We delve into that a little bit, don't we? Mm-hmm. To maintain its authority, the Church suppressed heretics. The Church had a very specific definition of heresy. A heretic publicly declared his beliefs based upon what the Church considered inaccurate interpretations of the Bible and refused to denounce them, even after being corrected by the authority. He also tried to teach his beliefs to other people. He had to be doing these things by his own free will and not under the influence of the devil. So if you're a heretic, you're like, oh, the devil's possessed me. I'm all right. I'm okay now. That's how you get out of it. You'd be a heretic, guys, with your cult. Yeah. Well, just another wonderful label to add to me. Heresy. heresy. Oh, yeah. That's you're talking. Lord Megatron, the metal man of heresy. That's my full official title, you which you will refer to me as, or it's a hate crime. The scourge of mankind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because all courts are evil, so there we go. Don't join his school. It is a hate crime. I fell down a Twitter rabbit hole the other night, and Leona kept asking me, are you all right? When I should have been going to bed, a trans woman, a fully trans woman, yeah. who was a man who is now trans, tweeted, like, if you're going to be trans, at least you can do is have a shave. <laughs> like, if you can brush your teeth, you can have a shave. Fuck me. I then went down the rabbit hole and she was then getting, like, like murdered verbally by, like, other trans people and people sticking up for trans people saying that you can't say that beards are masculine because they're not. Nah. They are. No, you can't say that. That's hate towards but, but, trans. Even though she's trans, she, even though she's a fully trans woman, yeah. she can't say beards aren't feminine because she's then transphobic because now everyone can just shave, Ben. But, hate. But, so if you refuse to call me, what was it again? Lord Megatron, the metal man of heresy. If you refuse to call me that, it is transphobia because transformers, <laughs> trans, you're transphobic. And white, cisgendered male, you're actually scum of the earth, according to the young people of Twitter. Well, fuck them. No. I'm you... not calling you Lord Megatron. Please. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. And let's get it right, Lord Megatron. I'm not saying it. The metal man of heresy. I'm, not, I'm not giving you the full title, I'm not calling you Lord Megatron, I'm refusing to go down that... You can call me a hate crimeist if you want, but... You're transphobic. You're just piggybacking off transphobia with your Transformers fantasy. I tell you what, though, my short-lived um, side project called Transcast Live, where I did live podcasts <laughs> from a transit van, I was stopped it? doing them because I found out it was actually illegal to record yourself in any way. Oh, was it? Yeah, whilst in, in motion. But it's cutting people's but, cocks off in vans. Yeah. <laughs> but I haven't uploaded... Filming your torture sessions yeah, is, is very illegal. I haven't uploaded a single thing in months... But every day the Facebook page gets hit still because I'm sure there's people out there going, oh, finally, I found a podcast just for me. Trying to Transcast in a van. live. <laughs> what the fuck is this? He's in a van talking about wrestling. He's <laughs> in a van cutting up a prostitute. <laughs> she didn't have a cock to cut off. But I tried anyway. <laughs> Ah, the 
I'm not calling you. Did you miss the murder mattress? <laughs> I got a new one. Have you? Mm-hmm. Oh, have you taken it? Every this? white van man has a murder mattress. <laughs> 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 and a selection of garden tools which I use to bludgeon and poke and scrape and like, stab like the Inquisition <laughs> <laughs> oh nice segue oh, look, we'll get to that bit in a bit I've looked at the uh, surprisingly Mike asked me to look at the torture implements oh excellent so so I'm understanding so far they're basically Catholics yeah set up this court this system where they're like we're going to interview everyone. Well, if they suspect this, if you're there on the street, sort of going, mm. I don't know, Jesus was gay, mm. then they'll get you in. They'll say, yeah. don't say that. Say that he wasn't gay. Sorry, I just belched. <laughs> you pig of a man. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we love you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a so I'm like the hand solo of this podcast. I'm like a charming. He doesn't fucking belch. Of course he does. He's human. Charming. Oh man. He's human. Of course he does. You're going to fail at charm school. I'm just telling you that right now. (laughs) End of year exams. (laughs) (laughs) Bad. Oh, I love smashing fucking blasts. Chit-chit-chat all the lads. So bad you failed. (laughs) What? That's the Dorley charm school that passed with flying colours. Did you come to any of the lessons, Ben? No. (laughs) He didn't club them over the head and rape. That's a pass in Dorley. Exactly. <laughs> we had sex in a house, not a bush. Yeah. I think I love him. <laughs> yeah, so they lost, they get right. you into the inquisitorial court, yeah. where the, the inquisitor is running the court, mm-hmm. and he's trying to get a confession from you. He's also the judge. Okay. So it's a bit bugged. If, if he thinks you're guilty, then mm. you're guilty, aren't you? Doesn't matter what happens. There you go. And they say, all right, well, stop saying Jesus was gay. Mm-hmm. And you go, no. And they go, okay, then we'll put you to various methods, which we'll get to soon. Excellent. So the Inquisition officially began with Pope Gregory the Ninth in 1231. He issued a bull, which is a papal bull, or decree, that set up a tribunal court system to try heretics and punish them. Why is it called a bull? I don't know, it's just called a papal bull. It's like... It's Isn't the bull the Baphomet? Oh, just saying. Well, that'd be a goat, technically, but I know oh, where you're coming from. Molech. Because mm. the interpretation of Molech at, uh, what's that place yeah. called? Where's the owl? Well, no one knows uh, what it was. Bohemian. Thought to be a bull, wasn't it? Bohemian Grove, yeah, yes. Bohemian Grove. Molech. He chose a Dominican order, known for being very well educated and knowledgeable about complex theology to conduct the Inquisition. The Dominicans were nicknamed the Hounds of God because Donny Canis is Latin for uh, Hound of God. Oh, that would be a good name for a tag team. The Hounds of God. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was because they were werewolves. No. <laughs> Which is also that film we were going to write. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Didn't we cover this? We no, did. that's just a little oh, Latin yeah. pun I know about the Dominican order of oh, priests. Oh, Latin pun. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> one was just dispensing the Latin pun. <laughs> See, I've gone from belching to making jokes about Latin. No, no, no you're a fucking Renaissance <laughs> man. I am. You're right. Stop trying to pull on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm hurt. Send me nudes. <laughs> no, no. Yes, yes. I'm a gentleman and a scholar. Uh, neither of those things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just 
rip on me, <laughs> Sometimes it's my turn in the barrel. <laughs> right now, you're in the barrel a little bit. I'm a gentleman and a scholar, and a man uh, of wealth and taste. Uh, <laughs> I guess. There you go. Back See, See how it's better to agree with me. Yeah, for your own, for your own sake. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Ben, you're a Renaissance man. I am. Now back to the to the death of the non-Catholics. Right. So the Spanish Inquisition was unique in that it was established by secular rulers. King Ferdinand II and Queen Isabella, with the approval of Pope Sixtus IV, the monarchy was Catholic, and it had just united two kingdoms, Aragon and Castile, both in Spain, obviously, as a single country in the late 15th century. Reasons for the Inquisition included a desire to create religious unity and weaken local political authorities and alliances. Money was another motive. The government made a profit by confiscating the property of those found guilty of heresy. Yep, that still happens today, especially in the US. Is it? Yep. If you're convicted of a crime, they won't just go after the money, they'll go after everything you've got. The state will take it, auction it off. Well, that's rude. Why do you get some bargains and then police auctions? <laughs> <laughs> you can if you're into one. You can't buy back your soul <laughs> by your morals. Well, no, because the police haven't taken them. Still got them. <laughs> some of them. Oh, yeah, let's buy this guy's bed. <laughs> Genuinely. Still got the bullet holes in it. There's <laughs> <laughs> cars and all sorts, they go dirt cheap. It's sort of brains like on the storage wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to get into that, you know, storage wars. It's buying storage lockers. I was fancy having a go at that. No. No. Yeah. I don't think I don't think it's as lucrative as like you know what I mean? I think you've got to buy a lot of them to find a good Oh yeah. Okay, that's a tangent. Yeah. Let's get back into the uh, into the Spanish Inquisition. Yeah. Uh, many prominent citizens were concerned about their country's religious diversity and had bigoted attitudes towards non-Catholics. Jews are subjected to violent attacks known as pogroms and isolated in ghettos. Many were killed. The Inquisition was officially established in 1478 and Jews were banished a few years later when King Ferdinand II issued the uh, Alhambra Decree in 1492, ordering them to leave on pain of death. They've not had it good over the Jews. No, they always seem history. to get the scapegoat roll, don't they? Wow. I can understand it in the Middle Ages to a point, or well, the, the theory behind it, because obviously the idea is a lot of Catholics would have said, well, the Jews killed Christ, so therefore they're not people to be trusted. In that way of thinking, I kind of understand it, but at the same time... You can't blame the blames for something like that on everybody, can you? They weren't there. There you go, you can't. So, many Jews converted to Catholicism. These converts were sometimes called a maranos, which is Spanish for pig, and a very derogatory term. Wow. Many accused secretly continued to practice Judaism and they became targets of the Inquisition. So, you know, get baptised, still carry on yeah. anyway. Mm. Just do it at home and I was watching. Yeah. I hate crime still continue. So what their ultimate goal is basically convert everyone and take the wealth of the people that won't convert. Yeah. Yeah. Or just take everyone's wealth and don't convert anyone. Either way they win, don't they? Yeah, pretty much. Because if you convert to be a good Catholic, you're still going to end up contributing financially to them. Of course, yes, a win-win. In some regard. Yeah. Motherfuckers. 
why do they care so much about money if you know <laughs> it's all about living a good life so you go to the afterlife well there you well, go Jesus didn't like the rich did he no didn't he say something like it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than a rich man to enter heaven yep yes he did and he also said I wouldn't piss on one if they're made of porcelain <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, when he went into the temple, overturned all the banker's <coughs> tables. Yeah. Wasn't a fan of the rich. No, he the Catholic wasn't, Church and well, men of the churches across the well, It's funny that, isn't it? Strange strange that they all kind of need that much money. All the churches have all this fucking gold everywhere and, and expensive artwork and snakehead throne rooms. Yeah. Strange, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. It's almost as if they need a lot of money to buy like, I don't know, children on the black market. <laughs> <laughs> Do we need maybe, to say allegedly for that? Um, yeah, probably better ad. They got lawyers. Legally speaking, yeah, but we all know it's true. Yeah, <laughs> allegedly true. Probably. Probably allegedly true. After the Jews, who's usually next on the hit list? Muslims! Yeah, so they <laughs> suffered opposition and persecution similar to that of the Jews <laughs> until they were banished in 1502. In the name of religious and cultural unity, Muslim <laughs> converts I to like Catholicism. That. Unity! But you can fuck off. In the name of unity. <laughs> <laughs> so us lot that stay behind can be together and have your stuff yeah yep. unity <laughs> for the greater good <laughs> Muslim converts to Catholicism were called uh, Moriscos which is Spanish for Moorish like crack ah. <laughs> and they were targeted for the same reason as Jewish converts late 16th century Protestants mainly Lutherians became the target of the Inquisition they don't like the, the Protestants because they don't acknowledge the Pope. Yeah, they split, didn't they? From yeah. You uh, will acknowledge our king. Pretty much. No, we won't. <laughs> no, no. They'll fucking die. <laughs> we'll get the rack out. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like comic books, this. It is. <laughs> Do as I say or die. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Join us or die. No. Well, then, die. <laughs> What's <laughs> pissing about? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you were joking! <laughs> I fucking wasn't! <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Spanish Inquisition spread to Spanish controlled colonies in the New World, including Mexico. Uh, the Inquisition was banished, abolished in Spain in 1834 by Queen Isabel II. 1834, still pretty late yeah. though. Yeah. 1834. It's not long before, in 50 years' time, you've got cowboys. Yeah. You've got cowboys then. 1834. Alright, history man. <laughs> I think. Um, no, probably not. The westward expansion didn't really kick off until 1860, after the Civil War. Wasn't it? Civil War was 1860-something, so 1864. Ah, yes. So you get it to the <laughs> 1870s, 1880s would be the, the western expansion. I know expansion. that the 1880s was the Wild West. I know that. Yeah, the Donna Party and all that, and people mm, going yeah. out there. That'd be, a, that'd be an episode. It's like cowboys day. in the Midwest, didn't you? Well, I guess so, but... 1834, imagine. You know, that wicked Wild Wild West, that mm. wasn't Oak for the Oak Oak and all that. A steel horse they rode. Yeah. Fuck you, Bon Jovi. What <laughs> <laughs> is a Bon Jovi? What <laughs> is a Bon Jovi? <laughs> Dunno. Some prick who thinks he's a cowboy, even though he's from Jersey. Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> Look at my mullet. <laughs> it's fucking sweet. <laughs> oh, fucking Bon Jovi. <laughs> It's not bad, to be fair. Then he sings high as fuck. <laughs> He's a prick. Yeah, of course he is. So, as mentioned earlier, the Inquis Inquisitions were tribunals, a type of trial where the judge or judges tries to accuse and pass his judgment. 
But these trials were unique in several ways. The accuser, the accuser was required to testify and he didn't get a lawyer or any assistance. If he refused to testify, the Inquisitor took this refusal as proof of his guilt. Oh, it's a bit like if you fucking don't float, you're not a witch. Yeah, but you're also dead. dead. <laughs> but she wasn't a witch. That's amazing. She was my wife. Chuck <laughs> him in. <laughs> she's getting a good Christian burial now. We'll see you in heaven. Oh, there's your, there's your, um, oh, man. there's your consoling. Yeah. And give us your fucking money. <laughs> <laughs> give us all her stuff. <laughs> yeah. Anyone can testify against <coughs> you, including relatives, oh, shit. criminals. And other heretics, and <laughs> well, were. You, know, you wouldn't be happy about that, would you? <laughs> no, he's, he's, but he's a bigger cook than me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he turned up for three meetings. He's been there since the start. <laughs> he brought me in. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't told who your accusers are. Okay. The accused usually didn't have any witnesses testify on his behalf because they could also fall under suspicion of being a heretic. Yeah, Kevin. Tell them I'm not a heretic. Heretic! Who are you? Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> I'll call me a heretic as well. You're on your own, mate. <laughs> we call to the stand Kevin the heretic. <laughs> Kev, I've known you since we were six. <laughs> oh, sorry, mate. Sucks for you. <laughs> the Inquisitors actually did look pretty badass. They had, like, you know, red, red robes and big hats. They sound pretty badass. The Inquisitors. There you go. WrestleMania <laughs> next year. What were they called? The Who's of God? The Hounds of God! Versus yeah. the Inquisitors! I'll be like the battle for religious superiority. Yeah, man. You have the Pope as a guest referee. We should get a sweet belt that represented You'd the have a big belt with a big cross. Oh, you? yeah. Big golden cross in the middle. <laughs> the Pope would be ringside with you, be your manager. Special he'd guest do referee. The, he'd do all the height stuff with yeah. the Pope. <laughs> Hounds of God are gonna turn you sideways. <laughs> and then uh, if we swing in that thing that dispenses all the um, oh, oh yeah, yeah the they walk to the, 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 the monks doing that and you yeah. the ring. and he was when the ref were looking he clunks on yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how they'd win. Oh, they cheat to win yeah. literally. But then they with the power of God on our side. But then they turn face. Yeah. Some Muslims and Muslims <laughs> come in, right? And like, say for example, before the match, one of the things they do is the Pope, because he's their manager, will bless them. But yeah. he's got them knelt in the ring, and he's doing. They'll attack them from behind. Yeah. And like the Pope will fall at the ring, and he'll have a bit of a health scare. Well, that'll be an extra incentive for them to the, win. Well, you know, in Mexican wrestling, like the worst thing that can happen is uh, you beat your opponent and you unmask him. Yeah, yeah. Well, in this like religious wrestling. You beat the Muslims, then convert them in the oh, centre yeah, of the yeah. ring, and it's the ultimate shame they can never wrestle oh, again. Oh, no, no, you'd have a conversion match. <laughs> right? You have to get your religion. It's hang, you have to ladder match. You have to get your Bible or your Quran. Yeah. <laughs> Quran on a pole match. <laughs> Losers have to convert. Shit. Oh, shit. I think we've opened up a niche. Oh, shit. Right, let's move on from the religious wrestling festival. <laughs> Copyright us, Federation, I mean. Copyright yeah. us. Right, so the Inquisitorial Court travelled the country conducting tribunals. This court consisted of two inquisitors as well as secretaries and other members. 
heresy could be definitely proven if the accused was caught in a heretical act. Ooh. But the goal of the Inquisitor was always to extract a confession oh. or admission of guilt. But we'll get what to a, what to extracting a confession requires. Are we have the ways of a making you dark. That was a bit more Italian. Yeah, but, you know, they'd have probably had an Inquisition. Italian, too. Spanish, it's all the same, isn't it? <laughs> I just... Sure. We have gone very racist all of a sudden. No, but you two have gone very racist. Wait, we are not the Bernard Manning of podcasts for nothing. I'm apologising on behalf... Just jokes, isn't just it? Jokes. Just jokes. jokes. I'm apologising on behalf any of my co-hosts. No, we don't mean any offence. Mike does. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only actual peaceful man on the podcast. He's <laughs> yeah. also the only one of the three of us who's watched that Nazi propaganda film. Which <laughs> well, I don't think he's influenced him. It was research. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the book, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> we, me and Pete Townsend are writing it together. We'll <laughs> <laughs> never get published. You're trying to write a book with him. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been using my laptop, Pete? <laughs> no! Shit! <laughs> <laughs> And if he smashes it up like he did his guitars, like, he finishes his essay and then just blasts it against the wall. What the fuck are you doing? Well, that's how we end the show, dear chap. If Pete's own Townsend used your laptop, would you just take it to the garden and destroy it with fire? I nuke it. Yeah. <laughs> Throw it in the sun. <laughs> Chuck it in the canal. <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> I'd kill it with fire. <laughs> I'd just suddenly start writing a book. <laughs> really quickly. I'd have it printed by the time the police came. <laughs> Fucking research. Fuck. <laughs> 300 pages. All you do is just print out the kiddie book. <laughs> It doesn't help in your case, son. It's Pete's fault. Look, it's a story that taught me once upon a time and then put the end. It was all Pete tempted, I swear. He just used a laptop. Well, no, because he'd have wrote a book by now. Out here in the fields. Ah, dear. Some kids painted fields. <laughs> it was only research. Yeah. <laughs> only research. <laughs> but now I have to wonder what a teenage wasteland is. <laughs> well, we know. Oh, God. It's very little body. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking, you know. Oh. He gets a lot of mentions on this show, doesn't he, Pete Townsend? Yeah. Oh, fuck it up. Where's the book, Pete? That needs to be a t-shirt. Where's the book, Pete? Yeah. Where are the who yeah. <laughs> I'd have a sign for that, I think. Like a folded up flag with where's the book, Pete. Just have three or four people hold it and not tell them what it says. I bet it takes less than two songs for security to start. You see Pete just having a word at the side of the stage. Yeah. <laughs> but you're not holding the flag, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shuffle back into the crowd. Yeah, you hire some orphan kids to hold it. Of course. <laughs> some victims of peace. <laughs> Alleged victims. The VOP. <laughs> Sorry. VOP seems like a rap band, though, that's the problem. <laughs> if you don't know what we're on about, listen, for the last ten minutes, and you haven't switched off, we love you. Just research Pete, Pete Townsend. Um, no, don't. Just Pete Townsend. Yeah, I guess it'll come up somewhere. Yeah. Where's the book, Pete? Wikipedia, Pete Townsend, I imagine. 
Yeah. So Inquisitors <laughs> needed to extract a confession because they believed it was their duty to bring the accused back to the faith. A true confession resulted in the accused being forgiven, but he was usually still forced to absolve himself by performing penances, such as pilgrimage or wearing multiple heavy crosses. If the accused didn't confess, the Inquisitors could sentence him to a life, in, life of imprisonment or a burning at the stake. <laughs> it's a bit of a, you know, eh, could be locked up for the rest of your life or we'll set you on fire. Right, so shall we um, look at some of the torture methods now? Yeah. And can we call a piss break? Of course. You're Fantastic. I should probably have one as well. So let's take a look at some of the, uh, the methods that they would use to uh, get your confession. The Judas Cradle. Okay. It would literally uh, rip you a new arsehole. Wow. Now, we'll paint oh. a, an audio picture. Yeah. So it's a basically like a bar stool, you know, the legs of a bar stool, yeah. with a massive kind of wooden pyramid on the top of it. Yeah. That's where you sit. So the Judas Cradle was a profoundly gruesome device. A naked victim was forced to sit on top of a sharp-pointed pyramid seat. The pointy end will go into the anus or vagina of the victim, and it gets worse. The inquisitors would then pull ropes, attach the victim's limbs, to slowly force the point deeper into the person's oh. orifice. If this was kept up for several hours, the victim would end up impaled by the device. Yeah, that's horrific. I'd be singing like a fucking bird. <laughs> <laughs> yep. yep. As soon as I sit it, like realise what they're going to do, we'll be like, yeah, I'll right. tell you everything. Heretic. Yeah, that's me. That's me, you got me. Interesting, they'd use waterboarding. Ah, just like the US government. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I believe still do it, do they? I think so. Enhanced. Interrogation. Yeah, techniques. That's how they get around it, isn't it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very true. So what's uh, what they say about waterboarding? Spanish inquisitors called waterboarding tormente de toca. The toca referred to the piece of cloth that covered the victim's face. Victims obviously tied down on an inclined board and water would be poured over the cloth. This would make the suspected heretic feel as though they were drowning. The patient strangled and gassed and would suffocate and at intervals the toca was withdrawn and he was adjured to tell the truth. The severity of the infliction was measured by the number of jars of water consumed, sometimes reaching up to six to eight. For the Spanish, waterboarding was basically dubbed, oh, not so bad. Yeah. They had other, much more twisted ways I'd of making you talk. prefer that than the, the first one. Yeah, the first one's, um, is, I think, is probably the one I'd least <laughs> want. The, the yeah. Judas Cradle. Uh, then you've got the Spanish Donkey. Wow. Not Which a is, fun ride. That's a bit like when you had to do gymnastics yeah. at yeah. junior school, the horse that you'd jump up onto, mm. I think you called it, didn't you? That's right. Only this one has spikes sticking out of yeah. it, so when you do your little gymnastics move and you land on it, you're going to get metal in your nuts. And, and it's also triangular, so you sit astride yeah. it, your legs oh. are oh. parted over it. This gut-ripping donkey was the worst ride in town. <laughs> Deceptively innocent in appearance, the device was used throughout the Inquisition as a means of torture. Victims would be forced to sit on a wooden wedge, sometimes covered in spikes, with their feet left dangling on either side of the saddle. Sometimes weights would be attached, added to the person's feet. This device could potentially cut a person down the middle. Ooh. Yep, human salami. Yeah. Oof. And then we've got the strapper dough. Basically, they tie your hands behind your back. And then they throw that rope over a hoist, 
attached to the ceiling, and they pull you up like that. Mm. Um, sounds lovely. I mean, these guys were fucking pretty, you know, like in a, I don't know which Tarantino movie it is, where he's like, I'm going to get medieval on your ass. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they really were, I mean, because just beating someone up is pretty bad. Beating them, mm. using beating and kicking as a method of torture, that's pretty bad. Beating yeah. someone to death slowly. Yeah. Most people will start to speak, I imagine. Of course they after. will. But then adding all this, like, really in, ingenious ingenuity, dark, sick, twisted ingenuity, like, all these contraptions, It's. I mean, it's like, how far did you have to go? It's like... This is it, I mean, it's... There's just... Someone's having a laugh here. Someone Some... really enjoys designing these fucking yeah. things. Of course they do. Sickos in the world, isn't there? Yeah. So they, normally, really they normally get to the, the top of... Powerful institutions, and most of them usually work for the church. <laughs> <laughs> that's the cat, by the way. That's Chester. Uh, he lives here. Show pretty tat. Show mascot. So what's next? Then um, the water cure would make you violently ill. Oh. I guess it's not a cure then. No. Uh, so everyone says drinking lots of water is good for you. Well, remember there can always be too much of a good thing. Drinking copious amounts of water in a short period of time can lead to a condition known as uh, hypnotrithemia, uh, or water intoxication. It causes a drastic drop in sodium levels in the blood, causing your cells to swell and leading to inflammation of the brain. Wow. Well, well that's, remember when people go to raves. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, you're supposed to drink water whilst on ecstasy, but mm. you drink too much and uh, you die, not because of the fucking drugs, but because of too the, much water. the water in you. Yeah. yeah. A lot of, quite a few young people have quite sadly gone that way, haven't they? They yeah. have. I remember the ecstasy scare in the 90s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the number one fucking drug mm. then, wasn't it? Ah. <laughs> 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 um, victims of the water cure, which is kind of invented during the Spanish Inquisition, surprisingly, would be strapped down and have water funneled into their mouths, up to 30 pints yeah. in one sitting. Oh, no. <sighs> no, I couldn't be doing that. 30 Perfect. pints of water. If it was beer, better coke. It's amazing. How it, uh, <laughs> he's drunk 30 <laughs> pints of beer, he's not cracked yet. <laughs> it's mad though, isn't it? We can go out in the piss and drink literally double figures pints. Mm. And a pint is a large amount of liquid. Yeah. Let's say we have 12 pints of lager. If you were at home and you had 12 pints of coke, someone would be like, mate. Yeah. We need to have a chat. That's really bad for you. Yeah. No, yeah. That's a lot of sugar. You've got problems. 12 pints of orange juice. Mm. You know what I mean? But no, it's perfectly it's acceptable to go out and be like, yes! <laughs> <laughs> ah. I love drinking. Yeah, me too. It's great, isn't it? Yeah. It's a die of alcohol poison. I won't care. I'll be pissed. What would I die of something? Yeah. Might as well have some fun. Mm. Well, speaking of dying. Let's get back to this <laughs> horrific torture. Uh, we've got the head crusher. Wow. Self-explanatory. Self-explanatory. <laughs> and it's uh, like a a metal cup that sits over your head, which is attached to a frame, which has got like a... A vice. A vice. Uh, so your chin goes on one metal bar, the, the head cap goes on the other, they screw it down and they squash your head. We've all seen Casino, the mm. scene. Seen in the vice, of course. Popped his eye out. I yeah. popped your well, fucking eye out of your head, you cunt. Funny enough, that's what happens here. Yeah. Yeah, the victim's eyeballs would pop out of the skull. Luckily, that's often fatal. No one's yeah. to live like that. 
nasty. The knee splitter. Wow. Wooden frame. Oh, that looks horrific. Spikes on the inside of it. Oh, it ties man. it up, squashes your knees, impales your knees. It probably wouldn't kill you, but you're crippled for life. And you might, you're going to bleed, bleed to death. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Major arteries in your legs. Yeah, maybe die of shock. Mm. Yeah. Your legs get ripped in two. <laughs> wow. Um, they would use it on other parts of the body, but the legs are the preferred. And remember, you, the one getting your leg put in this horrific crushing machine, you're the fucked up one. Yeah, you're the messed up one. Not me, cranking <laughs> this handle <laughs> yeah. as you scream a blood-curdling death rattle of a man having his legs impaled. You're the fucked up one, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just... I'm all right, mate. I'm going to get... God done. loves me. Uh, uh, <laughs> have you got a tissue? I think some of your blood's in me eye. <laughs> yeah, I just take his tissue as well. He's not insult to injury. Uh, yeah. Uh, what we got next, then? The, uh, the Spanish tickler. Ooh. <laughs> I've had that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've had this one, you shouldn't have any skin left. Especially, <laughs> <laughs> uh, like... Imagine you're decorating pole, on, you know, and you get yeah. a roller brush on the end. That's yeah. like this, but instead of that nice fluffy paintbrush bit, yeah. this is like a wooden roll with spikes attached. Ah, and I guess they yeah. just run that up and down your body, yeah. lay you on the floor. Ramsey Bolton would love that, wouldn't he? He fucking would love that. <laughs> yeah. So it may sound like a cheeky sex toy, but the Spanish tickler <laughs> provided nothing but pain for its victims. The device was also called a cat's paw due to its shape and the fact that it ended in four or five curved metal claws. Sometimes a tickler at the end of a long pole to better reach uh, the body of a victim suspended in the air or tied to a vertical rack. You know, just for extra fun. Mm. The claws would tear through victims' flesh and could even break bones. Mm. The inquisitors would then begin tickling on the limbs, eventually moving to the torso to increase the pain level. Oof. Wow. Oh, sorry guys. It's definitely Ooh. a million. That wasn't my phone playing our own podcast and <laughs> causing some time temporal displacement. You just fucked the timeline now. You imagined it. <laughs> Please continue. I'll give you oh, a burning joke. At the How stake? does that sound? Yeah, all right. There you go. The rack. Oh, burning at the stake. Do you burning at the stake? Okay. Well, it's two for one. It's both torture and executions for victims of the Spanish Inquisition. And they loved burning people to death at the stake. In Seville, in 1483, 700 converted Jews were burned at the stake. That can't be a coincidence, can it? Seville? Saville? Is it the uh, name of the devil? Is it the mark oh, of the, the beast? Oh. Uh, interesting. Food for thought. Maybe he's a, an immortal paedophile. <laughs> oh, God. No one wants that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate man. He's got Darth Vader's got fuck all on him. Yeah. <laughs> right. So uh, between, <laughs> hang on, we'll do a few more burning at the stake numbers. Between 1486 and 1492 in Toledo, 467 people were burned at the stake after their public confessions. And nearly 100 years later, in 1560, an English merchant working in the south of Spain in Cadiz named Nicholas Burton was burned at the stake as well. It's, uh, I'll, that's, that's, yeah, I don't mm. fancy that one. No. I don't fancy any of it, but... I don't want to be burned to the stake. Fire and water, blaze and die. I don't know why, but I was thinking about being burnt alive the other day. This is kind of thought you have, eh? Just, you know, <laughs> being a stoner and being on your own all day in the van. And I was thinking about, would you it's breathe in the I fire to you asphyxiate? Or like, I mean, what's going through your mind? You must be breathing in fire too, remember that? You're burning from the outside, but then you're breathing it in, burning from the inside. Mm. I mean, you'd like to think you might pass out. <clears throat> I think the smoke asphyxiation might get to you. Yeah, the smoke of your own flesh. Mm. 
yeah. I think it's because you're not killing them prostitutes anymore. That's what you get thoughts like this. Yeah. Oh, I remember when it used to burn people alive. Oh, yeah. Gets lonely out there. <laughs> it's lonely on the road, isn't it? <laughs> the rack. Everyone knows the rack. Yeah. One My girlfriend of... has a lovely one, thank you. Hey! hey. <laughs> the victim was tied down to a plank of wood while a crank was turned, pulling all four limbs away from the body. In one extreme case, a young man was being tortured in the rack and a fire was lit underneath him to add to his suffering. His limbs were pulled so hard they were ripped from his body and the deluge of blood pulled out the fire. That's pretty metal. Pretty metal. Sucks for him. Like, really badly. Yeah. So those are the top ten torture methods of the Spanish Inquisition. Mm. That's how they got you to confess. And if you think you can take any of that... No. The waterboarding is probably the best, and that yeah, actually good. it is, isn't it? Best I'll go with scenario. that. I would go with that. I, I definitely don't want the um, think up the arse. the Judas Cradle. No. I think that's my number one. Don't want on this list. Has to be. Don't fancy that Spanish donkey either. To be fair, with the spikes on, it's gonna rip me in half after yeah. impaling my nuts. None of it's good. Even the knee crushing. None of it's. You're not coming out of any of it. No, well, you're not coming out of it. If they get, if they get their, their hands on you, you ain't coming out of it anyway, no, are you? you? You might as well just fucking confess in the first 30 seconds. <laughs> the save second, the trouble. And save yourself the trouble and just get burnt at the stake anyway, because they might let you off if you confess quick enough. They might give you something less. Might just banish you. Might just banish you. There's no way on earth I'd be hanging around for a few days fucking denying it after, you know. Fuck that. I mean, if you're seeing people and hearing the you know, the stories of what's actually happening to people. I'll just say, I'll sing like a canary, whatever you want to hear. Yeah. Mr. Catholic. They put up the Inquisitors who are pretty quite fucking sadistic bastards. You've, you've got to be a sadist to do this. Mm-hmm. You've got to enjoy it somehow. You can say it's your, your, your godly appointed job, but at the end of the day, you've got to fucking enjoy yeah, it. There's no it, way man. you could do it if you don't. No way. you got to get some job satisfaction out of it, haven't you? Of course you have. It's important to us all. A happy worker's a good worker. <laughs> so, in some cases, accused heretics who had died before their final sentencing, possibly from over-torture, <laughs> uh, had their corpses or bones dug up and burnt and then cast out. <laughs> Not even wow. safe in death. <laughs> in 1998, Pope John Paul II addressed the International Symposium on the Inquisition. In his address, he stated that, and I quote, the Inquisition begins to a tormented phase in the history of the Church, which Christians should examine in a spirit of sincerity and open-mindedness. Mm. End quote. Tormented phase. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was, <laughs> we had this bit of a wobble in Sars. for 300 years. <laughs> Sorry about that. But you know, we to look at it with an open mind. Yeah. I'm not up for this. You know, for his, is that kind I would of have been thing fucked. Is, it's not even like an apology, is it? No, and I'd have been fucked. Let's be perfectly honest. I suppose the thing is, you got to look at the times. We wouldn't be atheists and agnostics and quasi-Satanists in in this period of time, would we? We'd be Protestants. We'd be, we'd be in the... Well, we'd be Protestants, but the, the, the Inquisition were allowed in England. English had their own Inquisition. No, the, the, when the, the changeover happened... Yeah, the Spanish wouldn't, but... Well, I'll get into it in a minute. I've got the, the conspiracy about the Spanish Inquisition. Which is... Ooh. Mm. Well, I'll I'll, he won't it. tell me. Okay. And I, oh. he told me not to look as well. <laughs> Good stuff, because I, I know break. nothing about it. Fair enough. So Mike's going to tell us, he's going to reveal the conspiracy. Yeah, okay. okay, hit me with it. 
the myth of the Spanish Inquisition and the start of modern propaganda. The Inquisition existed and so did its persecution, but the stories of brutality are mostly myths. It is true that the Inquisition could employ torture. However, it should be noted that torture and religious persecution were common at the time in Europe. Makes sense. There were other Inquisitions, and Spain's methods and death count were unremarkable compared to the witch-burning and persecution in the rest of Europe. We've got to do uh, the, the witch trials at some point. Yeah. Matthew Hopkins, was it? The witch finder general? Yeah. That's a pretty metal name, though, isn't it? The witch finder general. So I'll go with that. The Jews living in Spain, one of the most persecuted groups, were usually given a chance to convert and typically were exiled rather than tortured. It's nice of them. Printed propaganda immediately fueled the ongoing debate between Protestants and Catholics. The Spanish Inquisition happened, but what, but most of what we think we know about it is a myth according to more recent studies. One of the main things that happened in the era was a multi-state war between Catholicism and Protestantism. The myth of the Spanish Inquisition was spread over this propaganda war. The BBC documentary The Black Myth of the Spanish Inquisition, produced in 1994, outlines the history and facts of the Spanish Inquisition, basing its information on a systematic study of the private official records of the Inquisition. So they went back and looked at the... You thought someone would have done that before? Well, I don't, I don't think the church gave them permission. No, probably not. You won't know what bitches to get to those Vatican yeah. archives. Although the archives are massive and exhaustive, even the beginning phases of research showed a very different image than that of a cruel and sadistic Catholic tribunal. Instead, what we get is an image of one of the fairest and most level-headed tribunals of Europe. What? Yeah, it's madness, isn't it? I didn't know nothing about this until I researched it. So, what you're saying is all that stuff we've just spent the last sort of hour or so talking about is utter bollocks? No, it happened, but it ain't as bad as it's made out. Ah, okay. Well, you have, to be fair, you only need to put someone on one of them machines once. Yeah. The big spike that goes up the arse until it ain't you've impaled. Good. Well, you've only got to do that once <laughs> or twice and spread the word, haven't you? And people yeah. are going to be like, fuck that. Let's, let's stop being heretics. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to spike you up the arse. That, that's definitely number one for me, that Judas Cradle. Until it rips yeah. me in two. Definitely number one. The Spanish donkey's number two. Mm. Yeah. The archives that were meticulously kept by the Inquisition were intended only for the Inquisition's use. Thus, it cannot be said that they were coloured to present a favourable image for the public eye. The data derived from these archives show us a tribunal that was fair, level-headed, restrained, reluctant to resort to execution and even more reluctant to resort to torture. Many forms of torture, such as the wheel, were never used by the Inquisition at all. Inquisitors came from the ranks of university lawyers and based their inquiries on law. According to the BBC study, one district of the Inquisition would not even consider cases where women were accused of witchcraft. Such accusations were so lacking in solid evidence that the Inquisition declared the inquiries to be the result of superstition. Which they then tortured the peasants for, for having superstitions that weren't quite Christian. Yeah, funny that. Yeah. Probably, anyway. No, I don't think so. Well, maybe, we don't know, I suppose. Yeah. Inquisition courts and prisons were the envy of the land. Wow. And criminals would actually blaspheme in secular courts. 
in the hope that they would be brought before the Holy Inquisition instead. The sentences of the Spanish Inquisition were much more lenient than those of the courts of France, England, the Holy Roman Empire and other European countries. Well, you could just go into the inquisitorial court and they go, right, you're here for blaspheming and whatever. And you go, all right, I repent. Yeah. And they go, oh, all right, you cheeky scamp. <laughs> Five well, years. But everyone seems to believe that they, uh, they're the worst. They sit you on fire and stuck a spike in yeah, your ass. They, they didn't really burn, which is ironically. Well, one, well, one part of the Yeah, event. some places didn't. Yeah. Their weight was even less in the countryside, where the territories were vast and the peasants uncooperative. Well, yeah, because, you know, let's say an inquisitor in his court, which is like, what, mm-hmm. two of them and like another five guys, rocks mm-hmm. up and says, we hear there's heretics here, and the entire village comes out and says, no, there isn't, fuck off. They just yeah. stonewalled them. They wouldn't talk to them. Yeah. Like getting blood out of a stone, innit? Yeah, snitches get stitches. <laughs> now, fuck off. <laughs> Sling your ook. That's they in France, were they? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's got oh, a bit yeah. of lower low than us. Oh, it was Spain, wasn't it? Yeah. I didn't talk in Spain. Like Captain Burrito? Eh, slinger your hook. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. Yeah. <laughs> that would be one of the things on the Captain Burrito talking toy. Snitches get stitches. You pull the, pull the ring at the back. And it's <laughs> ah. Bless him. Little racist caricature. <laughs> the bird manning of podcasts. <laughs> Freedom of speech, Ben. Can we use that? Like, like... I'm not dying on that hill. <laughs> <laughs> no, all right, come on, Mike. Just, uh, what we got? But how did the black myth of an unjust and cruel Spanish Inquisition spread? Where did it originate and how? The historical information. Was it from the Sun newspaper? <laughs> <laughs> I go with the Daily Mail the Daily or Telegraph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's better. Ye olde Daily Mail. <laughs> 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 yeah. Hear ye, hear ye, the Muslims are coming. <laughs> the Muslims are coming. And everything gives you cancer around the Daily Mail. <laughs> Turnips give thee cancer. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's true though. Everything's bad for you, and the Muslims are coming to take your stuff. That's yeah. the Daily Mail, effectively. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do people read that bollocks? Uh, <laughs> might as well just say run to the hills yeah. every day. Build yourself a bunker and spend the rest of your life cowering in it. And buy this. And buy this. Yeah. Have this delivered to the bunker door. Mm. Put some kind of airlock in there so it's <laughs> be the Daily Mail delivered. Like an elaborate tube airlift system. <laughs> yeah. And a sanitisation <laughs> chamber because obviously you could have anything on it, you yeah. don't know. Anthrax. Mm. Yeah. Good stuff. I might start selling that. Copyright us. <laughs> Copyright us. Two in one episode. <laughs> Religious wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Mail delivery kit for, for your survival bunker. I know which one's more likely to catch on. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if we take that to the if we take religious wrestling to the deep south of oh, America. Fuck. It'd be like the old days of wrestling when they thought it was real and they had yeah. riots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might have to get, would. We'd have to like, get... wrestlers would get literally stabbed on the way back to the dressing room. <laughs> With the Muslim wrestlers who probably have to have some really good security in all fairness. <laughs> well, I'll guarantee there won't be many wanting to sign up for us. <laughs> oh no. But hey. Get some of the lads down Regent Street, I suppose. It's worth a try. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Okay, how did the myth spread? 
The historical information presented in this documentary points straight to the Protestants. <gasps> Defeated on the battlefield by the Catholic armies of the Habsburg Empire, the Protestants resorted to the printing press to spread the calumnies against the church, focusing on Spain as the superpower of the day in much the same way that the United States is viewed as the epitome of Western evil by many Muslims today. Wow. Interesting, actually, yeah. What do they call the United States in Iran? The Great Satan or something like yeah. that? Yeah. They haven't got a good record, though, have they? No, in all fairness. Great Satan. That's what you usually think it's propaganda, isn't it? No, it's all propaganda. Yeah, oh, he's Great Satan. Well, this was one of the he's first... friend of the show. <laughs> friend of the show. Sorry, mate, you too. Yeah, this was one of the first propaganda campaigns. Well... Printing just came out, didn't it? We had yeah. Lutheranism. Yeah. It was an effective one because we all still think it today, don't we? Yes. Says me who knew nothing about it, but you know, <laughs> me neither. People joke about it, don't they? You know. Yeah. There's a famous Monty Python sketch that we. There you go. And we all know if you can't trust Monty Python, <laughs> <laughs> religious, uh, I mean historical accuracy. Well, who can you trust? This is it. But they're a national institution. Fetch the cushions. <laughs> well, fetch the cup of tea. So, what's the verdict? Have we got any more uh, evidence or any any more info? Yeah, a little bit more. The Holy Spanish Inquisition became the target of the Protestant pen. In 1567, a fierce propaganda campaign began with the publication of a Protestant leaflet penned by a supposed Inquisition victim named Montanus. This character was a Protestant, of course who painted Spaniards as barbarians who ravished women and sodomised young boys. The propagandists soon created hooded fiends who tortured their victims in horrible devices like the knife-filled Iron Maiden, which was never used in Spain. Iron Maiden, though. <laughs> Iron Maiden! Excellent! <laughs> One of the best bits of Bill and Ted. <laughs> well, I don't know. All of it's pretty good. Yeah, it's all awesome, but, you know, he threatens to send them into the Iron Maiden, and they're like, yeah! <laughs> Iron Maiden! <laughs> oh, bless him. Yeah. Soon to make a comeback. Can't wait. Me either. It'd be great. So, yeah. Sorry, I derailed us. Okay, the Catholic countries mm -hmm. loathe to resort to such low combat as calumny and printed lies did not respond adequately to what historians are now discovering to be the forgeries and falsified evidence left by resentful Protestants. Fabrications about the supposed torture and cruelties of the Inquisition spread like wildfire among those ready to pounce at the slightest pretense to defame Spain or Holy Mother Church. I think we can put it... So we can narrow it down to when everything started getting a bit tits up, really, can't you? You can put it down to the day the printing press was invented. <laughs> as soon as you've got the printing Ruined press, you've got fake news. Yeah. You've got propaganda. Yeah. It all went downhill from there. Yeah. And now social media has taken over as that printing press. Yeah, whereas TV did before. Yeah. I don't know, I bet people... Chinese whispers, do you know what I mean? Spread quite a bit of bullshit before oh, the written. My favourite Chinese whispers are the ones you get on Facebook where it's like... Mm. Someone randomly... Like, this is a warning from the police, even though it isn't, it's just some random person, yeah. about how someone's literally going to jump in the back of your car by distracting right. you and then brutally murder you and take your car. Yeah. And it's it happened to... Yeah, it does. But it's, like, it's like, but it's a new trend. Yeah. It's a new craze. You know, it's written by afraid old people who listen mm. to everything they hear, believe everything they hear on the internet. Definitely. I remember it happening in real time at school. My friend uh, Perry... He was running away from something, as you do when you're like 15. Jumped over a fence and there was an Alsatian dog. 
And instead of, like, killing him, it sort of, like, grabbed hold of his arm and, like, humped him a bit. <laughs> <laughs> while his mates laughed. Mm-hmm. I bet they did. But the story soon went in the space of a couple of weeks from Perry was humped a little bit by a dog to, like, oh, Perry got, like, face raped by a dog and, like, <laughs> come in his face and, like... Perry sucked off a dog. Like, He's attacked by dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a pack of German shepherds gangbanged him. You know what I mean? Like, so before the written word, it must have been pretty bad as well, because people are pretty full of shit as a general rule, aren't they, when they tell a yeah, story? Yeah. Everyone exaggerates a bit. That's the point of a story. I mean, think, you make yourself look good, Before you? the written word, it would have been like, mate, yeah, you know that bird, the one with, uh, you know, three teeth? <laughs> Shagged her. You couldn't pull a bird with three teeth. I thought I fucking did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone's full of shit. Of course they to are. To a certain extent. But yeah, anyway, I, I'm so high, I really don't know what I'm talking about hmm. anymore. <laughs> the last bit here. Oh. The executions for heresy were far fewer in Spain than in all other prominent European countries. Oh, God, yeah, I mean, the English courts, the time hanging yeah. just for anything. Mm. Stealing a sheep, hanging. <laughs> In the 16th century, for example, the Spanish Inquisition executed 40 to 50 people for heresy. England, in the same period, executed 400, and the French Inquisition, 300. In all fairness, the English one at the time, remember, we were switching over from Protestantism to... Well, sorry, from Catholicism to Protestantism, Church of England. So a lot of... Cromwell was a bit of a cunt, wasn't he? Cromwell was a bit of a cunt, in all fairness, (laughs) religion-wise. I think it's safe to say. (laughs) (laughs) He has my historical opinion. Cromwell's a bit of a cunt. (laughs) I do actually like him, though, Cromwell. (laughs) 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 Not the... uh, Fucking hell, man. Not the... um, You really brought your gammon head on. No, no, not the um, the whole um, sort of religion, religious execution thing he had going on. (laughs) (laughs) But, Mike's miming me digging a hole, but I like the uh, the Civil War bit where he turned the the parliamentarians into the first professional army we had. That's a a state-sponsored army. Um, And then he, um, you know, he cut the king's head off because he was a prick as well, Charles I, so... Just what he did after, <laughs> you know. You know that Hitler. I like him. I don't like all the gas in the Jews and stuff, but the yeah, bit but he did him, at the beginning, the person he built up the. Yeah, before he was about killing, when he was painting, <laughs> he was all right. He was a vegetarian. Well, I think the the, the, the parliamentarian victory over the royalists in the English Civil War was a fantastic piece of military generalship and training, providing the basis for a modern British army. Yeah. <laughs> A modern professional, it's probably best they would. There you go. Fair. We didn't want to live in a monarchy, <coughs> did we? Well, I think you just you'd think about it today, you'd still have an absolute monarchy unless mm. anything went tits up. Mm. You'd have the Queen yeah. literally running the country with whatever she wanted to do. Yeah. So it's better. I'll give you that. Founded yeah. British democracy, Mike. Yeah, but he was a nutter. Until he became a dictator. Psychopath. Oh, yeah. Mm. Great, uh, great general, though. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. She knows that Churchill wanted to name a warship HMS Cromwell and the Royal, and the royal Family turned it down. You know how we wanted to... Uh, yeah, no surprise against it. No shit. You know we wanted to put together a sort of best of of the show. Well, that's going to be one of the fucking yeah. clips, hasn't it? Yeah. Ben defending fucking Oliver Cromwell. <laughs> I mean, the stuff he did in Ireland was obviously wrong. What's <laughs> big of it? I'm brave. <laughs> I need some sunglasses to protect my eyes from the brightness of your moral fucking white knight. 
over there. <laughs> should we get back? Should we wrap yeah. up the well, Spanish I just Inquisition? think uh, he got the parliamentarians to win the civil war. It was a great achievement. Okay, excellent. But then he went on to do some. Yeah, he went on to do some bad shit. Obviously, he went mad with power. Yeah, happens. As all good like, men do. Like a Targaryen I mean... king. <laughs> You won't get that reference, guys, at my home. I have no idea. Is that Game of Thrones? Yeah. Uh, We're hyped for Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, Next week, man, it's the battle. The Battle of Winterfell. Yeah. Sounds awesome. A lot it of fucking people. is, man. Yeah. I know, I'm not saying it is. 100,000 dead whites. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Sounds like a fucking SJW's wet dream. 100,000 dead white men. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we mean whites as in like reanimated uh, corpses. W I G H T. Oh. Uh, that type of white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although in out. hindsight, no gas saying that white walker seems a bit iffy, doesn't it? Yeah, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, no black walkers, is he? No, racist no, cunt. No black walker. Okay. Night King's a racist cunt. Yeah. <laughs> this is how Mike feels when we talk about mm. wrestling, isn't it? I don't like it. <laughs> you two need to find something to talk about that excludes me. Well, like having morals and feelings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am. I'm not idolising fascist dictator. I'm not idolising a fascist dictator. <laughs> He's like, Rimmet, have you got your coffee with Dictator Weekly? <laughs> it's in the same way that, It's in the same way that you can argue that even though... Um, Stop it. <laughs> all right. Genghis Khan, you know. <laughs> if it weren't for him... Well, you can look His favourite's the one with the pull-out of Herman Goering in drag. <laughs> that was every picture taken of Herman Goering, pretty much. The centrefold. <laughs> Dictator Weekly. Uh, we are joking, if you're a new listener. No fascists here. No. And there really isn't. No, there isn't. We're all no, pretty... We just fantasise We just like to laugh about it. <laughs> fantasise about it. Uh, I mean, I would look great in the uniform, <laughs> but, you know, the SS uniform, but... Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus Gaz, Christ, let's move on. <laughs> but in all fairness, Gaz has said some pretty bad stuff as well. Because what? of his, his Aryanness and. What? No, I'm not talking about the, the magical space ones, not the fucking act, not the Nazi ones. No, we know what you're about. No, you don't. We all know what you're on about. No. Yes. I am way more fascist than you think I am, because I don't just think I'm one of the fucking. like a. Hitler's poster boy with the blonde hair, blue eyes. I'm actually think that I'm related to the fucking super-powered space alien men of Atlantis. And that's why you look down on us all, obviously. Obviously. And every lesser being on the planet. Obviously. <laughs> Wouldn't you? Well, no, I'd use my powers for good. I mean, I do. <laughs> There you go. I do. <laughs> Anyone gets their deliveries on time. Or what, all those people you've killed? <laughs> uh, they had it coming, Ben. Collateral damage. Yeah. Necessary casualties. Yeah. Man's got to do what a man's got to do. It's lonely on the road. Yeah, I over one or two of the bad ones. Nobody misses them. So I get away with it. <laughs> oh. Can I call a piss break, please? Yeah. Almost finished. <laughs> okay. The okay. Spanish Inquisition, yep. over hundreds of years, executed between three and 5,000 people. Wow. During the same period, over 150,000 suspected witches alone were burned at the stake in the rest of Europe. So, Comparatively. In, yeah, in medieval Europe, Spain, under the Spanish Inquisition, was the safest place to be. Wow. Boom. 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 
Mic drop. All that being said, three to five thousand victims are still three to five thousand too many. Oh yeah. Well, it depends. <laughs> you don't know what they did. Well, they'll confess to anything, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. <laughs> but be. they did exist and they were barbaric, but not any more barbaric than the rest of Europe. Oh yeah, it was, it was a brutal time. Yeah. At the end of the day, it was a brutal time. Well, Life meant very little. So, essentially, it's a bit like me saying, well, yes, I'm a cunt, <laughs> but him over there, <laughs> he's just as much of a cunt. If not more so. Yeah. I mean, so, obviously it doesn't absolve their sins or crimes. No, no. It's just they've had a bad rap through yeah. propaganda. Wow, what a lesson. Yeah. I've learned something. Interesting, isn't it? It is. I knew nothing about it until last week. Well, yeah. It's... Right then, let's have a break and wrap this yeah. bad boy up. So yeah, Spanish Inquisition. Not apparently not as bad as you thought. But still. Still pretty bad. Still pretty bad, but not as bad as they make out. A bit like drugs, really. <laughs> Propaganda, there you go. Yeah. Uh, it's all the same. So yeah, I think that concludes. I learned something. Yeah, me too. Yeah. There you go. I learned I don't want a Judas spike on my ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. I am going to go home to the missus and say... Uh, can I give you the Judas spike? What's like, that? And I'll say, just brace yourself. <laughs> brace yourself, I'm going in dry. <laughs> oh, man. I told her what Arctic boreholing was the other day. Oh, my oh. God. She still hasn't got over it. She keeps I bringing bet. it up at random times, like, I can't believe it. There's people out there like that. I'm not going to tell you, listener, I'm going to leave you in suspense if you don't know what it is. Google it now. Arctic bore. I think we actually mentioned it in our Well to Hell episode. We got we were so yes. bad we mentioned yeah. it twice because we forgot we mentioned it the first time. That sounds like something we do. It does, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> we thought it was off air we were talking about it. It was actually on air. <laughs> we didn't realise we were recording. Nah. Oh, we're so good at this. <laughs> we are. No wonder we're top of all those iTunes download charts. I presume in some other alternate reality we, we be, are. We will be one day. It's like the secret. You know, you got to put it out there, believe it enough, and it'll come true. Yeah. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the secret, that proven thing. Yeah. I used to believe in it. Yeah. I got swept up in it for about a year. Then I realised it was bollocks. What about the sex, sex magic instead? Yeah. Yeah. And that worked. So I what's, stand what's, by that. what's the secret? You just imagine all the things you want. Yeah. And think positively about it constantly, all the time. Never negative. And it comes true. Right. The, the law of attraction. Okay. Which, you know, there's some weird science to like, if you've got a good energy and you're feeling positive, life does seem to be better and better things do seem to happen. Yeah. Well, it goes back to right. uh, like the Matrix episode, doesn't it? Mm. It goes back to... Oh, fuck knows, it goes back to something. <laughs> 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 Oh yeah, perception is reality. Oh, there you go. Perception is reality. He just fell down the biggest weed hole. (laughs) He found a ladder and he climbed back out. Perception is reality, very true. But then it goes into stuff like you have something called a dream board where you put a board up with literal photos, pictures of the things you want to manifest. You know, and, and it's all well and good millionaires who endorse it saying, work for me. Well, of course it worked for you, it worked, you're a millionaire, but like, yeah. 
just willing yourself, can you will yourself out of poverty, will yourself into richness, just by believing it will happen? I you think know, there is something to be hard said. Hard work has to be for a positive well. attitude. Yeah, I think yeah. if you, I don't know, I don't know to be fair, but I think there is something to be said for <laughs> Me it. Me too. But I don't believe that it's as easy as just mm, no. believing it and it's going to come true. I mean, that's wishful thinking at best, isn't yeah. it? If you dream it, it can happen. No. Although sex magic, I have proven. <laughs> remember, <laughs> yeah. If, you, if you're a long time listener of the show since back from the first episode, I started off single. And the main porn that I would watch, this is getting a bit in depth, but it, it's for a reason. The main thing I would watch whilst pleasuring myself would be skinny blonde girls, right? Now, the way sex magic works is what you're thinking of at the point of orgasm has way more chance of coming true, even if it's you know, orgasming on your own, it don't matter. Yeah, That's the it's beauty of it, baby. That's the fucking beauty of it. So I would spend so much time thinking about skinny blonde girls, I ended up falling in love with a skinny blonde girl who really likes me, loves me too, which is pretty awesome. So it works, proven, there you go. Anecdotal evidence, doesn't matter, scientific. Mm. <laughs> but the difficulty, difficulty comes where if what you really want is a big house and a nice sports car and a successful business, it's hard to think about that at the point of ejaculation. Do you know what I mean? Without ruining it for yourself. If at yep. the point of coming, all you're thinking about is like real estate, do you know what I mean? Like, aren't you? <laughs> what would you, you think about be... that on your orgasm? Because then you oh, that's, how, that's how oh. sex magic works. You've got to think yeah. about it at the point of orgasm to bring it to reality. So that's my point. I, I proved it worked, but it's pretty easy to think about skinny blonde girls when you're jacking up to skinny blonde <laughs> girls. But what I'm saying is, if you want to manifest a house or richness, you've got to think about that every time you spaff. Well, if someone could try it and let us know. You're going to have to edit together your own bespoke porn video that is like, <laughs> the porn you really like, and then right at the end, signs. yeah, time it at, at three minutes, it just edits in sign the pictures of houses. <laughs> what if you want a bigger cock? Well, you're going to have to change the kind of porn you want. <laughs> you have to think of a cock at the orgasm. I don't think you can manifest, like, physio physiological <laughs> changes. I oh, yeah, I don't yeah. think you can, like, I really want to be a power ranger. <laughs> It's growing six inches. I've been thinking about it four times a wank, four times a day for two years, and now look, six inches. No, Mike, I don't think. Hey, you put on your vision board a big giant cock. <laughs> the worst is if you do that, you'll probably end up turning gay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> or killing puppies. This is what I want. I don't think you turn gay just because you're looking at cocks, Ben. I think that's the way it works. Is if you do like you Mike. hit a certain level of and too many cocks. No, I'm gay now. Mike, it's sex magic. It's sex magic. Oh, anything can happen. Anything can happen. Well, well, all I'm saying is I manifested the love of my life through wanking. So, hey. go for it. Can we put on a piss yeah. break? I'm not going to wank, I promise. <laughs> so think of houses. <laughs> right, so let's get on to some weird news to finish up on. And then full Alex. Have we got full Alex? Yep. Fantastic. Let's get the boys' views on this week's weird news. Okay, 
I'll, I'll take this one then. Um, eating on a toilet next to condoms or corpses, the world's weirdest restaurants. <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's a headline, isn't it? If you Jesus. fancy dying in the dark or trying to eat while ninjas fly at you, we have just the place. Okay. Diners looking for an eating experience the difference need look no more. Europe's first underwater restaurant has recently opened in Norway with a gigantic viewing window with which you can see the ocean while you dine. The restaurant, called Under, is in big demand with more than 7,000 people already booked to eat there. Wow. But it isn't the only unusual restaurant where you can dine in style. Wow. We have the Toilet Humour in Shanghai. Okay. Shanghai, even. Uh, oh, you no. Basically, you sit on a toilet to eat. <laughs> Still with your trousers up and the lid down, yeah. so it's a bit sort of... It just looks like they've thought, hmm... It's very comical. Mm. Uh, it doesn't work for me. I'm paying like 500 pounds yeah. for a steak. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a cushion. Yeah, and then we should mention underneath the glass top table there is a bowl with a comedy looking poo swirl. Yeah. And See, so I don't want that next to me while I eat. Think of the poo emoji. There's sort of one of them, like a 3D poo. Yeah, but I wouldn't want that by me while I eat. I know it's fake, but it's just, I wouldn't want it. Yeah, no, nah, me either. Tall order in Kenya. Giraffes are terrifying. I should explain why. Sorry, listener. This <laughs> it, it appears at this restaurant you eat with giraffes. Yeah. Yeah. They are heads coming them. in through the window. Man, I, I had to drive past them mm. at the safari park. There was like three or four of them on the path. Like you literally drive amongst them, and their heads come in the window to feed. I felt like I was like fucking. The stuff they give you stuff yeah. to feed. Yeah, they're feeding on the children. Yeah. No, no, no. Fucking no. children out of their window. Giant giraffes. <laughs> I felt like I was in Jurassic Park. I did. It was a ripping. The kids are like, oh my gosh, like so excited about feeding mm. them. And I'm like, ah! I was. Every fibre in my DNA, I just wanted to floor it. Like, <laughs> Put them down. Then you realise you weren't in the van. Go between their legs. Just, oh, fuck this. It's a living nightmare. Did you get out of the car and pop a flare and run? I wanted to. <laughs> just kids, they can't see you. You sit still. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I had to keep it cool. Whew. Yeah, I actually watched the original Jurassic Park again recently. I bet it stands up. It fucking does. It's still fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. The second oh, yeah. was okay. Fuck the giraffe. Uh, yeah, Pete Possaway says that yeah. film. He's great. Third was a bag of shit. Oh, third was terrible. Yeah, so usually the giraffes just stick your head, stick their heads into the window and eat your food. Yep. In the dark in London. Wow. Looks like you just eat in the dark, really. <laughs> yep. And by, it's a, a surprise menu, complete in the dark, by visually impaired servers. Then <laughs> does he know what I've ordered? Visually impaired. It sounds like a fucking, <laughs> a fucking accident waiting to happen. Yeah, it does, it's a, it's like I didn't Mon- order the burger. It sounds like a Monty Python sketch. Smash! What was that? I think we did his ear. <laughs> Someone just face plants next to you. <laughs> fucking plates go up in the air. Huh. And you have to get to the lunar dark as well. <coughs> Pissing all over your hush puppies. <coughs> the kind of person who goes to that restaurant would wear hush puppies. Probably. Not for me. Dead quiet in India. Mm. Uh, the new lucky restaurant in India, diners break bread amongst the dead. Wow. Diners built on graves, which well, the owner believes is a lucky charm. <laughs> Fuck me. They win. 
that, they... that is that even hygienic? Wasn't it great? It was buried and sealed uh, okay. and it's... Uh, I suppose it'd be worse if they were just rotting corpses. Yeah, yeah. Rotting they only just propped a weekend of Bernie style. <laughs> <laughs> corpse propped Have a lambuna, please. <laughs> <laughs> this word is strange, you know. <laughs> oh, man. Um, oh, fuck. Safe sex in Thailand. Mm. Cabbages and condoms is launched in Thailand by Mekel Vera Baudir. He said, you can go to any shop in Thailand and you'll always find cabbages. Condoms should be like cabbages, which are ubiquitous and accessible to everybody. <laughs> so the name Cabbages and Condoms was conceived. It's a solo warden album. Cabbages and condoms. <laughs> <laughs> cabbages and condoms. Definitely. <laughs> Basically, the waiter's wearing a condom on his head. <laughs> Coverages on condoms. It sounds like a really good time at the special school. <laughs> <laughs> wow, two taboos in one. Wow. <laughs> oh, oh, we're going straight to hell. I don't mean it. Heretic. Heretic. <laughs> the waiter's got a condom over his head. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean. Yep. Yeah. Inflated from the. Uh, he's a. Got his mouth free, but he's from the sort of nose up. He's got a condom on his head. I saw the way the guys looked at him. If that costs extra, just because he's got a fucking Johnny on his head, <laughs> these people have got issues. The people that eat there, I mean, yeah, fucking tit heads uh, <laughs> of condom heads. <laughs> plane crazy in Bolton. Okay, uh, you see a plane, basically. Yeah, that's not that mad. Is no, it really? not really. Boeing seven three seven. Doesn't take off though. Chop and drop, New York. Uh, ninjas flying from all directions while you eat, creeping out of cupboards or jumping right in front of you as you got the bathroom. I just said I'm not for that. No, I, I'd enjoy that one. And if I accidentally pissed on a ninja, it's his fault for surprising me at that exact moment. Um, the hearty feed mm. in Las Vegas. Heart attack grill. Yeah. <laughs> wow. If you're oh. over three hundred and fifty pounds, you eat free there. Wow. Fuck yeah! They've got a really big door. They fucking have. Well, we couldn't eat free there, could we? No. Can we read it? Uh, the Heart Attack Grill in Las Vegas is all about the guest participation. Diners known as patients have to dress in hospital gowns where they sit, which are handed to them by the waitresses who are dressed as nurses. Ooh. Menus are prescriptions and they feature burgers which are temptingly called the Triple Bypass and Quadruple Bypass. <laughs> Well, don't fancy any of them, then. No. I'd go the burger one, definitely. If I had yeah. to, gun to my head, I would go to the, the ninja stuff. one. Oh, I'd definitely go that burger one. It's about, it's probably about a dozen burgers Mate, that's there. fucking colon cancer on a plate. <laughs> it is, but fuck me, that'd be nice. It's well worth it. It's literally it. a dozen burgers with a dozen slices of cheese Can't in it. Can't they oh. see the irony of wearing, like, fucking hospital <laughs> gowns while they're eating it? The trip, the trip <laughs> bypass here. This is so funny. No, no, no. <laughs> They're scrubs. You just dispose them. You get all that cheese and it runs down your front. All that fat dripping down. You're no, not breaking your own clothes. There's a going on there. Yeah. And the fact that like the fucking picture outside the restaurant. You saw it. It was a heart monitor. You know the triangle. Heart attack grill. It's yeah. called. Yeah. Well, there you go. Fuck me. Oh, I still go. I go. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't go in it. You know what? It's probably one of the most American things yeah. I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. I could go for that burger right about now. What do you want for your birthday, honey? I really want to go to the Heart Attack Grill. I want that burger. It's making me hungry looking at it. Mm. Oh, yeah. So that's that one, then. Okay. 
doctors urge women to stop putting garlic in their vaginas. Oh, I heard about this. We have we have parsley that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, how many vegetables women yeah. putting inside themselves? Well, this year alone, doctors have <laughs> already warned women not to put bath bombs. <laughs> Parsley and oh, cucumber in the lady parts. It's the internet. And now they're back with another important myth-busting message. That's not to insert garlic cloves into your vagina, ladies, because apparently that's a thing some people are actually doing at the moment. Wow. Is this like a uh, Gwyneth Paltrow sort of idea, do you think? Well, and... She goop. likes all that kind of weird stuff. Probably came from goop. Gynecologist Dr Jennifer Gunter... <laughs> who wrote the Vagina Bible right? has issued a public message to women explaining exactly why it's a terrible idea to put garlic in your nether regions. Oh, she wrote why you should not put garlic in your vagina. Garlic contains allicin. In the lab, it may have antifungal, i.e. anti-yeast properties. This is in a lab, not even in mice, just a dish of cells. Your vagina is not a dish of cells. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, no. garlic could have bacteria from the soil bacteria from the soil can be pathogenic bad for the body that's why we clean wounds if you ha actually happen to have an inflamed yeasty vagina <laughs> <laughs> wow that soil bacteria would be more likely to infect wow I imagine it would yes yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why are people putting vegetables like God? Why are people like, cucumbers? I can understand. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you know the um, the garlic and the uh, parsley and the bath bombs. Weirdly, mm. I mean, why would you decide? You know what? I'm gonna pop that in myself. Because people are that thick. They go online, read some complete strangers say, "Yeah, stick a bath bomb in your pussy. It really works. Makes you super nice and clean and and lemony fresh." Uh, <laughs> you know, and then. That's all it takes. They're like, well, if I read it on the Twitter, yeah, I can yes. stick it in my shitter. No. My pisser. <laughs> well, wherever. Wherever it'll fit. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I think that's pretty much the meat and bones of that one, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Ladies, don't put garlic in your vaginas. Put me instead. Sorry. <laughs> that was creepy. <laughs> Cut that bit, Mike. Uh, leave it in. Yeah. <laughs> Next one? Yeah. Okay. Last one. Hey, do I get to do this one? Yep. Woohoo! Sex robot brothel opens in Japan amid surge of men wanting bisexual threesomes. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm putting it. A sex robot brothel has opened in Japan and is set to introduce male sex dolls following a surge in men wanting bisexual threesomes. Boss Sergi Prieto wanted to offer customers a chance to carry out their quote wildest fantasies and launched the Lumi Dolls venue in the city of Nagoya. Nagoya, I think. Nagoya. Nagoya. Yeah, maybe. It follows previous openings at spots including Russia, Spain, and Italy. The new location boasts on the website quote live the futuristic sex with the hottest Asian Lumi Dolls. It offers a three-hour session for 36,000 yen, which is about 250 pounds, and a one-hour session for 113,000 yen, which is 90 quid. Doesn't seem that expensive. Yeah, you could choose what the dolls wear. One of the rooms where customers can get... Oh, that's just a quote under a photograph that I should not be reading. Ignore <laughs> me. I am professional. 
The website adds, quote, for the first time, Lumidolls is in Nagoya. Lumidolls bring the world's first hyper-realistic sex doll brothel. Futuristic sex can be experimented right now. Live the most fantastic date with your favourite anime character. Make your erotic dreams come true and spend an unforgettable eve with one of our one or more Lumidolls. You will be charmed. STDs are matter for the cause. <laughs> <laughs> Please note you're responsible for cleaning out the general Have your vagina receptacle? <laughs> Punters can choose what the dolls will be wearing during the romp. Options include basic lingerie, schoolgirl outfit, fitness gear, or, quote, executive woman. Wow. Executive woman. <laughs> Stay away from me. <laughs> I haven't done my tax return. <laughs> executive woman. I used to think the adverts like, futuristic sex, 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 sex. Futuristic. <laughs> Bobo pussy. <laughs> they also accept... Special requests, and so far have four dolls on offer, including Erika, who boasts an E-cup breast size. Speaking of the decision to introduce male sex dolls, Boss Prieto told Daily Star Online, quote, We have recently attended to several clients who request an appointment with male dolls and female dolls at the same time. Oh, Crazy bastard. Kinky bastard. Probably bisexual or heterosexual who want to experience anal sex without interacting directly with a man of flesh and blood. Or maybe they just want to run a train through the... He wants to run a train through the, uh, the robot, female robot sex doll and he's on the bloke to come in and do it with him. Or rather than flesh and blood, he prefers pistons and hydraulics exactly. and circuit boards. <laughs> and the grip of death as it strangles him. <laughs> you really should watch Westworld. <laughs> you, you, I think you'd enjoy it. You love a robot. Yeah, you I a bit of robot. Yeah. Yeah. I The first no series is amazing. I like the second. I've I seen didn't. at least an episode with some cowboys in it. Anyway, if you're in Japan and you want to fuck a robot, you can. I can lend you the DVDs if you want. Of what? Robots fucking <laughs> in Japan? <Yeah>. No, Westworld. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, okay. Anyway, I think that concludes the weird news for this week. Yeah. I can lend you the DVDs of Robots fucking in Japan if you want to. Thank you very much. Yeah. I can lend you one called uh, Bridget the Midget. No, oh, right. sorry. <laughs> Cut the mics. <laughs> uh, I'll pass. Okay. Very pretty. I'm, sure I'm joking, is. joking. I'm sure she is. Just not Michael Batiga, as you know. <laughs> right, uh, so let's finish on full. Let's not finish on full, Alex. That's, that's uh-huh. wrong. Let's end the show yeah, on full. That's Alex. a completely different, <laughs> that's a completely different thing. Ben's <laughs> just revealed his deepest actual fantasy. He's always going on about wanting to fight Alex Jones, but what he really wants to do is finish one over his manly chest. After I beat him up. <laughs> 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 in a boxing match do you still want more very on? specific fantasy do <laughs> you still want to accept okay uh, so again um, I don't think he knows about the challenge Ben to well, be fair to Alex someone will tell him he can't escape it's like me just going oh tell you what I fight Mike Tyson do you hear that I haven't heard anything from him he's ducking me it doesn't work like that <laughs> hey Good copy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so what are we doing now, Ben? We're going to play for Alex. Were you trying to get crazy with this scene? Don't you know I'm local? Let's play for Alex. The premise of the game is 
Mike finds us a couple of random weirdos on the internet, usually bigots or just general nutcases, <laughs> who uh, will be pitted against the arch-saint of insanity himself, Saint Alex Jones, one of the patron saints of the show, along with Tony Blair and David Icke. And we decide who's gone more full Alex this week, because it's alright to go a little bit Alex. Mm. It's alright to go a quarter Alex, yeah. half Alex, three quarters Alex. If the subject requires. Exactly, but you should never go full Alex. Ever. So let's start then. So who's up first, Mike? Up first, the firefighter prophet. Oh, it's oh, fucking David Mead. Mark Taylor. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry, Mark Taylor, I'm getting confused. Mead's the Nibiru guy. That's it, yeah. He says that abortion rights activists will advocate the killing of pregnant women. Wow. I think that's not the point. When you're talking about control and the abortion issue, they go hand in hand. It's also the population control. This is about controlling the population because on the Georgia Guidestones, they only want 500 million people on the planet. And it's all written right there on the Georgia Guidestones. Uh, my friend Sheila Holm is the one that exposed a lot of this stuff from the Georgia Guidestones. Her and Chris McDonald actually physically went there. She was been there numerous times, then uh, shows on it or stories on it. Um, she's written it in her books uh, plenty of times. All that information is in her books. Um, so, I mean, but when you look at the population control, and I'll tell you what else is, is, is probably going to expose, be exposed, and I'll release it here for the first time. I haven't even said this publicly, I don't believe, is that look for these guys the extreme left, the extreme globalists, that when a woman gets pregnant, their goal will be to take the woman and the child. Wow. So you're, you're, you're actually getting, and I hate to use this phrase, but you know, I, I just, you got to call it like you see, but it's like taking two birds and one shot almost. Mm. Because when they look for that somewhere in the world that these elites go, you know what, when you get pregnant at this point, we're going to take the mother and the child. Well, he's a prick. Uh in the fucking fantasy world. I mean, he uh, pedals this and he gets paid for it. First of all, I would like to say to the firefighter prophet, thank you for your service. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's a prick, isn't he? I yeah. don't know what he's on about. He's, well, I know what he's on about and he's he's wrong, isn't he? Well, just, I mean, yeah, all right. Those, but we, Anti-abortion, like, uh, pro-abortionists are going to say, right, you're pregnant. Yep. Got to take you and the kid. Yeah. We're just going to shoot you in the head and just have done with it. <laughs> The yeah, fuck saying the other fuck it? is saying that, and it's, no, it's like the extreme left yeah. who, in, who were the ones who were tolerant of abortions. Yeah, that's what he's saying. He's saying they're that tolerant of abortions. Instead of just taking the abort the baby, they're gonna abort they're the. Take both. They're gonna take the woman as well. That's just lunacy. Just defeats the whole point of having an abortion in the first place. Yeah, they say, well, you want an abortion, you're gonna have to go as well. They're left wing fascists, yeah. aren't they? According to him. Oh, well, he's a cock, isn't he? Well, obviously, you know. He may have done. The worst of it is, though, is that more people listen to him than they do listen to us. Yes, of course they do, because he used to be a fireman, and he believes in God. And therein lies the answer, Ben. We just don't believe yeah. enough. God damn. We're not one of the God's anointed ones. Oh, well. So technically, as a prophet, he should be burned as a witch. Well, yeah. You know? And the irony He's of the fireman yeah. prophet being burned <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, and then just for good measure, you could cave his head in with his fire axe. <laughs> or a fire extinguisher. Oh, <laughs> Stove like his it. head in with a fire extinguisher. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Love that expression. <laughs> Me too. Right, that's Mark Taylor, mm-hmm. fireman and lunatic. Good start. 
Okay, next up, Rick Wiles. Oh. Says we must prepare our grandchildren to die rather than be microchipped. Actually, being microchipped is a big thing. I don't like the idea of that. It seems to be heading down the pipeline. Just give them an iPhone. Well, yeah, actually, mm-hmm. mobile phone is the best yeah. tracking device mm-hmm. they'll ever give you. Mm-hmm. It has GPS, for fuck's sake, it literally yeah, yeah. knows where you are at all yeah. times. It's listening to your conversations. You don't need no microchip. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to no microchip. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to go into a rap. Yeah, then. Everybody has some microchips <laughs> yeah. on. Uh, I used to love microchips. You know them you get the black boxes sticking with the... Chips you put in the microwave. Oh, fucking awesome. microwave chips. Yeah. Fuck it up. I was thinking that he was never into computers. Not like that. You know how it works. They you just shake it upside down. What are they called microchips? Micro- yeah, but you need to elaborate for the listener. You're oh, specifically yeah. referring to microwave chips, which were a small black box of potato chips. No, just chips. Yeah. Potato chips are crisps. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. I lived off them for a few years. Get from school and just put in like yeah. two boxes. Yep. There we go. <laughs> Absolutely no nutritional value no. to speak of. Just the fat and chemicals. <laughs> it's fat and chemicals and three percent potato. Over uh, the days. Yeah. yeah. Right. Back to this cunt. <laughs> we'll all be on microchips after Brexit. Oh, no. <laughs> if we're lucky. That'll be the staple food. They'll come and take the microwaves. <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Microwave tax. <laughs> There'll be no power. <laughs> There'll be housewives killing themselves by just putting their head in the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> well, Alright, so what's um, Rick Wiles then? Come on, let's listen to this lunatic. For the first time, Doc, I think it's possible. I really think it's possible I'm going to see it in my lifetime. After this past week? After this week, I now think it's realistic that I can be alive and see Christ return. Before, just don't know. You don't know. But now, this thing's moving so fast that I'm, I'm now thinking it's very possible that I'm going to be alive to see it. But I do know this. I have two children. And I have grandchildren. And I've got to do everything I can to make sure they are ready. Oh, God, my my soul grieves for the children, the little (laughs) children. No, it doesn't. They're one years old right now, two, three, four, and they're growing up in this godless world. And they're going to be indoctrinated to believe that they should be chipped. You're going to have to take a stand for Jesus Christ, and it's going to cost you your life. <laughs> you I'm, not me over. <laughs> I'm not lying to you. Yes, you are. Oh, and fuck. I'm trying to get myself spiritually and psychologically strengthened for that day. Right. It's not... Look, I can take... I can handle... I, I'm, you know... At my age, I, you know, I've lived most of my life, okay? If I, if, if I get executed 10, 15 years from now, okay, most of my life's gone. But what about my grandchild? Am I going to stand there and watch them execute my grandchildren? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Dude. 
How did we get to and this? You didn't prepare your grandchildren. How did we get to this? Are you going to accept? Are you going to? You're telling me you're going to end your time on this earth and stand before God someday, knowing that you didn't prepare your grandchildren to resist the Antichrist, and you watched them get chipped. Well, you're going to promise your grandchildren they're going to be raptured and the rapture is a lie what are you going to do when your grandchildren are chipped what are you going to do when your son and daughter are microchipped what are you going to do when your pastor is microchipped <laughs> <laughs> pastor fucking hell how did, we go, how did we go from just like, oh yeah, you know, I've got a grandchild. They don't execute my grandchildren. What the fuck happened? Did I miss them? Did well, I fall asleep? He believes in the story, doesn't he? The Antichrist is going to come back. No, no, no. He doesn't believe in anything about money. Oh, he <laughs> believes that. Come on. No, no, no. He just believes in money. He's just telling that to people. No, I think he believes that he does. The bottom of the That's screen. That's insane, that is. Yeah. He believes that this is going to happen. He believes no, well, he's going to see Christ. He doesn't, believe him. he doesn't believe your own bullshit. He does. He does. He doesn't. This is, a, this is a masquerade. I mean, the bottom of the screen flashes up. Partner with us. Support uh, True News. It's all about money. I'm not saying it isn't. He doesn't believe any of that. He's just. Come on, he's a religious nut. Of course he believes it. No, it's fundamental to his beliefs. No, this is just all for show. It's fundamental to his beliefs, Ben. He believes he's going to see Christ come back. In his lifetime. In his oh, lifetime. But he's he's just just years. He's only executed for some unknown because, because of the Antichrist, isn't it? The Antichrist is going to come first. Seven years of the Antichrist, and then at least he doesn't believe in the rapture. I'll give him that. He did, he said it was the rapture. No, he said it would be a lie. Oh, right. He doesn't believe in it. Okay, so let's move on to what Alex Jones would say. What's he say this week, Mike? He smokes weed and thinks that he's God. Who doesn't? Uh, Joe Rogan podcast. Excellent. The gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. Alex Jones or the Joe Rogan podcast? Both. That, his, <laughs> his appearance. You're <laughs> all smoking weed. I was going to say this, I want to be clear. So we're on this planet, the third dimension, which is a launch pad all the other dimensions below and above these wizards are taking drugs in these temples and interfacing with these palantirs these crystal balls which aren't really crystal balls it's their psychic focus of an interdimensional connection while they're on drugs looking into glass to then be able to see the future and understand what's happening to give them temporal power over this planet explain that so let me tell you what's really going on I'm God, I'm already God, I've achieved Godhood. God knows everything except where God came from. He will legitimately freak the fuck out. Well, Alex for me. See, I'm I'm just going with Alex Balls, which aren't being stoned. It's and wonderful to behold. It is, it is, but I've got who we got, so we got Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's put it into perspective. We've got Mark Taylor, who says abortion rights activists will start killing pregnant women in a two-for-one special. Mm -hmm. right. Okay, I may be rethinking my... Uh... And then we've got Rick Wiles, who says we've got to prepare our, our grandchildren to die rather than be microchipped, and literally launched from microchipping 
to living another 10, 15 years being executed by some kind of government hit squad who and watching his grandchildren get executed in front of him first. Yeah. Now that you say... He worked yeah. for the Antichrist. Now he that worked you... for the Antichrist. He got upside-down crosses on their black uh, When body you put it like there. that, I think I'm going with him. I've changed my decision. I mean, Alex is a performance, yes. Yeah, I've but changed. He does think that there are wizards in temples. Yeah. <laughs> well, taking with gods through drugs. Yeah. And crystal balls. Crystal balls. And the, yes, again, he does, he does then say he's God, which David does. Another patron saying to the show, David, I got yeah. ripped for completely. I think, to be fair, that's been edited a bit out of Yeah, so I'm going to go he, he says, the wizards believe they're God. I don't think yeah. Alex actually believes yeah. that. I'm, I'm going with number two. What are you saying, guys? So, watching your grandchildren get executed cause by yeah. Antichrist stormtroopers or abortion activists will advocate the killing of pregnant women, I'm going to go for um, the underdog. I'm going to say Mark Taylor. Oh. Ooh. Ooh. Deciding vote he's never won. Yeah. He's never won, and I think this is batshit insane. It is insane, isn't it? It is insane. His whole argument defeats the point of abortion. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it, it gets rid of the baby, but actually, yeah. it's like super abortion. <laughs> it is. Mm. It is where this this it's super abortion. Literally wears a fucking cape. Yeah, because you get rid of the baby and you get rid of the mom who won't have any more babies in the future. But then the Georgia Guystones also say that you know uh, he's he's literally taking the Georgia Guystones as not um, advice like we suspected they would they were the other week, mm-hmm. but as like this is what they're going to do. They're gonna kill everybody. These left-winged activists—they're <laughs> gonna kill mothers and babies at the same time. These left-wing globalists. <laughs> left-wing globalists. <laughs> exactly. Let, you know, left. Ah, like then again, actually, anti-globalism—they're they're for yeah. like fucking, you know, local source locally. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's complete opposite. Source well, locally globalism. <laughs> come on, man. I'm going with Mark Taylor. That's, that's my pick. I'm going second guy. I'm going to go the second guy. I know oh. the first guy is it's very close, but he's this guy is batshit insane. I mean, yeah. he, he's literally prepared it. to kill his grandchildren. Rather than give him a microchip. microchip. I mean, I don't want a microchip, <laughs> but if I've got to choose between the two, I'll go with the chip. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and surely, I'll kill my grandchildren if they don't get the chip. Yeah. Can you just move countries? You've got enough money, you're selling this shit. Ah, he's well. saying it might be a, glo- maybe it's a global thing. Oh, it's a global no, thing. Well, right. At this point, this book is going on when you go to space. Well, let's wrap it up then. I think we can conclude yeah. he's a bit of an evil nut. Oh, yeah. Is that, he's, he's, he's a uh, return winner, isn't he, Rick Wiles? Yeah, I'm he's, sure he's won a couple. He's won before. He's a pro. It was the newbie who won two on the spin. It would have been Bobby, Bobby Connor. Bobby Connor. Right then. Well, I've been Ben. Thanks for listening. Don't drink the flavour aid and don't join a call. I've been Gaz. Free Biff Tannen. I've been Mike. Thanks for listening. Peace out. May the force be with you. Good night.